0: Ah, uh, hello, it's six oh six. How you doing? Happy New Year. I know shockingly I'm back at work. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk.
1: Hi, how you been? Yeah,
0: well again, don't be mad at me. Seriously, I can't get into too much detail, but we uh I mean things kinda went haywire. We are having some medical issues. Before he, you know, I should wait for you to curse me again, and then I can make you feel guilty by saying we have medical issues with our five month old. How do you feel now, huh? How do you feel? Uh, he, I, we don't, we think we know. I, we think we'll be okay. That's all I'm going to say right now. That's all I can say. I, uh, I know I live a lot of my life on the air, and I will tell you more, but just be patient with me. We're, we've gone through, I mean, a five month old with x rays and MRIs and. Different doctors' visits, all kind of. It all happened in the last uh, few weeks of December, and between that and the stress of it, and not sleeping, and every, it, it, it just it it you know had a toll on my body. Plus, I did have vacation, and we were going to places for him, so uh, that's that's why I was missing missing in action. So I appreciate you being patient, and thank you for for coming back. Hope your Christmas was great. Hope your Hanukkah was great. Hope your 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 New Year's was great. Well, thanks. 20 shut up, Ryan. 2018 will be fantastic. Oh, happy new year. You know why I say thanks? Why? Cuz now you just made me a liar. Which part? Uh, why
1: you were gone. I oh. just told everybody you're on vacation.
0: Well, they, they, <laughs> I did have vacation time, but they, you know, they you know what was going on with my son. Yeah. So, okay. That, that's that's all I can say right now because I haven't cleared anything else with my <laughs> wife and I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, the HR Uh, yes, of your house. yes, that, that's, that is true. That is true. Uh, but there are three things that, that I think you need to know. Uh, number one, apparently the Iranian, uh, the, the Ayatollah, the, the maniacs, the terrorists that run Iran are actually very scared this time because the protests are getting close. See, Obama gave what 150 billion, whatever it was, uh, to Iran to, to agree to a nuclear deal that lets them build nuclear weapons. Isn't that just awesome? Uh, well, apparently, they got none of that going to the economy. So the people of Iran are pissed. And they see that Trump is not on Iran's side. So, like, now's the time. And uh, apparently, there is a leaked memo that Fox News got. There was a meeting, and the notes from it show how panicked the regime is in Iran. And they considered stopping the deadly protests. They said, God, help us, all this other stuff, religious leaders... And the leadership must come to the scene as soon as possible. Prevent the situation from deteriorating further. God help us. This is a very complex situation and it's different from previous occasions. So they are scared. At least 20 people have been killed uh, in the protests. So this is a big thing. What's going on? We might see some regime change going on. And there should be. It would be very disappointing if the Trump administration didn't help uh, push this thing through. Second thing. That I think you need to know. Uh, It's coming out. Uma. The uh, Uma former wiener. Because she's divorcing her perv husband. Who's in prison right now. Because he's a perv. Um, Uma apparently. You ready for this? And I know people that work in certain agencies. In the government. They're like we'd be fired if we did any of this stuff. Uma decided to email State Department passwords to her Yahoo email account. Before it was hacked, uh, remember when Yahoo got hacked by every of these big, giant things? And apparently, uh, before it was hacked by foreign agents, including Russians, even though apparently Russia was on Trump's, and I don't understand that anyway. So, yeah, it turns out that's what, that's what uh, she did. Now, that is illegal to do. It is careless. It's all kinds of stuff. So she got busted into this. Russian intelligence agent, by the way, Igor Sushchin, was charged by our country with hacking 500 million Yahoo email accounts. Wow. He also worked for the Russian investment bank Renaissance Capital, which paid Bill Clinton 500 grand for a June 2010 speech in Moscow. Anyway, funny how all this happens, right? So, uh, yeah, Uma apparently emailed all those things, and uh, that's um, that's irresponsible. I would say it's illegal, but anyway, that's just me. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, if you missed this on Friday, because everyone's you know tapped out by Friday, right before New Year's, I get it, uh, a judge, an activist judge decided to uh, destroy a law, kill a law, that would have banned Mexican-American studies from being taught here in Tucson. Um re- yes that's exactly what uh, what this guy did he had a problem you ready for this he was like this listen 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 uh, i'm killing it i'm a few, uh, he said it was unconstitutional this guy's a federal judge judge tashima judge tashima he said i have a problem with these things here are some some bullet points remember what the law did said it was um he's uh, the, the law forbids schools from teaching classes that promote the overthrow of the us government he was against that Promote resentment toward a race or class of people, which is what happens in Mexican-American studies. This guy, this judge said, you can't do that. It's okay to teach, apparently, uh, resentment toward a race of people. Um, this law would have uh, forbade uh, um, uh, teaching classes that are designed primarily for pupils of a particular ethnic group, meaning they favor a certain ethnicity over others. Also, uh, it would have stopped the teaching of uh, of classes that advocate for ethnic solidarity. Instead of treating uh, pupils as individuals, Judge had a big problem with this stuff. So now there you go. Apparently, go ahead. It's you know, it it's it's on. It's on. You can now teach these things. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, what did you do on New Year's? New Year's Eve. Um, everything is kind of lame nowadays. It's you know, Dick Clark. He had the stroke. It was uncomfortable watching him after he had the stroke do his own show, and then he passed away. Um, I mean, nothing is the same. Seacrest is cheeseball central. It is what it is. Yeah. Not
1: Seacrest.
0: Yeah. And then and then Steve Harvey. You know, Steve Harvey was called in to do, I guess, the NBC stuff. We were invited to a little shindig around the corner with uh, some friends and, and kids and stuff like that. and. You never remember this stuff. And then I think it's funny because like, all of a sudden Fox News will host stuff and CNN will host stuff, and it's who sits back and watches Fox News on New Year's Eve, Fox News coverage of it, or, or CNN coverage of what's going on. And, I, and, and remember, up until this year, it was always Kathy Griffin and Anderson Cooper doing the New Year's Eve coverage That's right for CNN. And since she's a complete total mess, uh, they brought in uh, Anderson Cooper's best buddy from Bravo – uh, uh, what's his name again? Uh, Andy, uh, Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen. So these two geniuses are, are anchoring the coverage of CNN on new year's Eve. And I, they try to like, think they're cool or something and they can do whatever they want, but it's like, really? They decided and this is where you got to love TV. They decided to send a reporter, CNN, to Denver because in Colorado uh, it was it, it you can recreationally buy weed. I believe you can just smoke it. Maybe you can. It's one of those weird things. Can you buy it but can't smoke it or whatever? But you can because there are parties and stuff like that. I want you to hear this. This is a CNN uh, reporter named Randy K. Randy K. Uh, let's do the bus first. The First thing she went on was a pot bus. A pot bus. This it wait do you do you have do you have the uh, the original because CNN I mean it's remember we're supposed to be like you know it's all serious.
1: This is CNN.
0: Yes, this is now CNN right here. L- listen to this. Here we go. Well,
1: she's
2: in Colorado, where I guess she's, recreational marijuana. She's used. surrounded by weed. Did you get yes. me the Chiba shoes? She's yet, on a, a, a pot bus, basically. How's it wow. going, Randy?
3: <laughs> it's a It's going great. I'm definitely earning the nickname Kush K, that's Mm. for sure. Uh, Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Everybody knows what Kush is. So, listen, uh, I came prepared, you know, this year. I thought maybe I would bring a gas mask with me so I wouldn't, you know, get that contact high. But look at what's on the other end of the gas mask. Yes, a bong. And, of course, Live on they TV. couldn't stand to see a bong that didn't have any um, cannabis in it. So oh. you, you actually put it in the bong. You filled it up. Yeah. And you don't we, want to. You don't packed, want to. You packed you it. Live. Okay. Live. Okay, so you're going to. Now what? Now you're going to celebrate a little New I mean, Year's I'm early or what? To be honest with you, I've
4: never hit one. Oh, right. Pieces, so okay.
3: This, I don't think this is really what a gas mask is used for. but Live on CNN. Wow. Okay. This is New Year's Eve, Denver. This style, is legal everybody. in Colorado. I know. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm moving to Colorado. It is. It is very legal. <laughs> wow.
1: This is CNN.
0: <laughs> they actually had live. It gets better, by the way. We'll play another one in just a second. But live on CNN, they had a dude put on a gas mask. I guess. Be. I never. I've never put on a gas mask before. But apparently, you can. If you, like, do something to where you hit a bar or something and you have, it all stays inside, so you just keep breathing it in.
1: Well, had I known I would have brought one for show and tell. Thank you. I don't have one,
0: but I know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know people. I know people. <laughs> I know people. Uh-huh. I love it. So, uh, it gets better. The next place they decided to send this Randy K. was a uh, puff, pass, and paint party. Okay, again, I'm just trying to think, like, CNN used to be someone serious. But remember, and Ryan brought this up, we were talking before the show, he's like, remember last year Don Lemon got wasted? It's true, he got oh, yeah. wasted. Oh, and he started yeah. complaining about Trump, he was just so disappointed and depressed. We even have the audio, we could play it, but it's it's not worth the time. But he got, I mean, this is what CNN does. Well, you know why, right? This is CNN. It is. So let's hear this next one. This is She goes to a puff pass and paint party where she literally, I'm just going to tell you, she is holding a joint, right? She goes, look at this. And they, she's holding like, a, li- a joint live there on camera. Listen to this. Here we go.
2: Uh, the grand the reveal. at <laughs> and paint party masterpiece reveal. She's been riding around on a pot wow. box in Colorado we... where, uh, where marijuana is legal. Randy Howard. Th- oh, goodness. You're That's just right. giggling now, Randy. Oh, my God. Randy's dose is kicking this in. This is for
3: Andy. <laughs> Andy, oh, this is for boy. you. Oh. No, this is a this is a pop
2: and paint party. Do you want this? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I can't. This is <laughs> CNN. It's a, it's a pink joint. Oh my paint. god!
3: This is the best. Thank <laughs> so,
2: you, Randy. That is a just gorgeous this to joint. Me. <laughs> 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 Someone I mean, just passed it, it to me because that's be what you do. Here,
3: here at the Puff Pass and Paint party. CNN? You just pass but it on. Randy's so just going to somebody. Just somebody. Gonna pass it on. I'm just right. going to pass
2: it on to somebody. I'm just going to pass it on. and then she I get another one passed to me.
3: It's so funny. But here, oh everybody just tr- puffs, passes, and paint. And I got to show you something else. They have a thing here called the Incredible. Here we go. I got to show you how this works. We have a willing participant right here. If you thought this was nice, wait till you see this. Okay, let's see how it works here. This is all part of the puff, pass, and paint. This is where they get their creativity. They just get it right oh in there God, and then they that.
2: paint. This doesn't this doesn't seem like Isn't a good idea. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's called I... the
3: Incredible. That's and so the Anderson is one of these horny? puff pass oh, yeah, and paint classes. You. pause, pause. pause
0: Hang on. Anderson Cooper is just, and I'll put these videos up on my page at KnST.com and on my Facebook page, please like and share. Uh, the things I do, and actually, like like my face, like and follow my Facebook page. I'm rusty. Like and follow my Facebook page: Facebook.com slash garrett lewis radio. Facebook.com slash garrett lewis radio. Anyway, so uh, Anderson Cooper is just like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? Like, I try to be a journalist, even though he's. I mean, he's one sided, but every everybody has a bias, but he tries, and he's like, this is what it. This is what it is, and you can see the look on his face. He's just shaking his head. He's burying his head in his hands. Listen to uh, what happens. That they they talk to the guy that owns the. Puff, pass, and paint place or something. Here we go.
1: (laughs) Horny.
3: This guy, this guy Mike here teaches these. I gotta pass this on. I can't hold this in my hand anymore. Thank you. Mike. Anyway, so you are, you are the, the facilitator teacher? of fun, Mike. Right? Yeah,
4: yeah, that's what I say.
3: And and you tell him to paint, Mike. and what, what are your other
4: tips? Yeah, well, we say, you know, it's not about the end product. No, it's about paintings. the journey, man. No. Journey. And so we want people to be one yeah. with the paint.
3: Oh, <laughs> <a new smile. laughs>
4: oh man, that's the too much math, man. Journey, man. That's too much math right now. It's easy. Wow. Um, look, what I like to say also <laughs> yeah. is, like, if you get really mad at your Painting, i like to make sure i get really really high so my eyes get really squinty and things look okay. so much better when you squint
3: yeah <laughs> that's awesome and yeah. you made these let yeah. me just show you a couple quickly that people are working on over here
0: this is cnn yep yep <sighs> just sat back watched the coverage of cnn reporters getting contact highs and I mean, that just makes it fun, right? I mean, it makes it fun. So there you go. That that was the coverage of what happened on New Year's Eve uh, from CNN, which was probably more exciting than what you did and what I did and whatever else. So uh, there you go. I'll put those videos on my page. And we have more we'll get to later on in the show. CNN got punked again with their New Year's Eve coverage. They actually thought that people um, got engaged live on TV, but they did it to win money and mock CNN. We'll get to that as well. We'll get to that as well. Uh, however there's more do you know what you know what started uh, yesterday in uh, the state of California they became a sanctuary state some people there are very few apparently in California that have a problem with this and they're showing their issue with this by putting signs you ever drive on a highway and're like welcome to California well now all of a sudden there's artists I I have an idea I think who it might be. But there are artists that are putting up signs below the Welcome to California signs. Have you seen what they say? Have you seen them? I have to tell you what they say. It's fantastic. It's coming up in about 5, 622. Good to be back. Happy New Year morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. talk. Ah, it's 626. Thank you for hanging out on this Tuesday. And it feels like Monday, but it's Tuesday, and I'm glad to be back. I did miss this. I'm like, man, I haven't worked in a while. I just need to get back. Uh, 48 degrees outside right now. Oh, you want to take a shot at me, don't you? I know I'm you gonna want to take leave a it alone. Thank you, Ryan. But other people say the same thing. Thank you. <laughs> 75 right now. Oh, 75 for the high today. 48 right now. Uh, and this is again, this is the sweet spot, mid 70s all through apparently next Wednesday, and then we should apparently. Uh, next Thursday get some rain. It's a long time from now, though. Who knows what's gonna happen? I and mean, be in the sixties. How about? I mean, it's freezing everywhere else. You see how cold it was? Where? Uh, New Year's Eve in New York. These oh. people are freezing. Nope. These people are out of their minds going to Times Square. Just dumb. Just stupid. Uh, you, you gotta stand there for hours. You you wear like adult diapers because once you, if you leave, you can't come back. It's like it's like a middle school dance. If you leave, there's no going back. It's true. Anyway. Why well, not you, you like you can't if you have to go to the bathroom and you go, you can't go back. There's not a porta potty uh, No, you've, right. you've seen pictures of port-a-potties right there in Times Square. No, It's no. uh, just another thing. Somebody would, you know, you know, plant a bomb in to explode or something like that. I mean, it's just it's, it's ridiculous uh, anyway. So yesterday, January 1st, officially, California became a sanctuary state. A sanctuary <laughs> state. Uh and, and what it really means is that they basically put limitations, the legislature put limit and the governor put limitations on what local authorities could do to help the feds out when it comes to illegal immigrants. Um I mean they it it just it just stinks. Does it even matter anymore? The fact they'd be so so just brazen to say, yep, we're a sanctuary state, baby, and uh Kevin De Leon, I saw it. We have a soundbite in the system. of Kevin DeLeon. he bragged while he was—he's a legislator there. He bragged while he was on the on the uh, in the floor of their state legislator, uh legislature, saying that his family members, his own family members, were here illegally. Remember that they're here. He's bragging about this stuff, and he said, "We're taking a shot." You have that? Well, we'll play in one second. He took a shot at Trump. He said, "Well, you know, we just want to tell the president that uh, we did this to prove we're inclusive." Include isn't that great? We're inclusive. Oh, it's crazy. Okay, just play, play play what he said real quick, and I'll tell you about the signs that are up. Here we go.
5: Immigrants who come to this country, the vast majority, irrespective of their legal status, are very hardworking, law-abiding residents who pay their taxes every year. And really? the reality is, with the executive order and the criteria that has been developed, any individual, I can tell you, half of my family would be eligible for deportation under the executive order. Because if they got a false social security card, if they got a false identification, if they got a false driver's license prior to us passing AB60, if they got a false green card. And anyone who has family members, you know, who are undocumented, knows Mm -hmm. it, almost entirely everybody has secured some sort of false identification. That's what you need to survive to work. Wow. They are eligible for massive deportation. Yeah. So, the reality is, this has been politicized. Mm. So this it's okay. has been polarized to a degree unlike anything we've ever it's seen all we need. before.
0: It's all we need. They need it to survive. It's okay that they steal people's identi- you know, identification. It's okay they steal their identity. It's okay. Half my family. Wow. It's a lot of identification yeah. theft right there. Dude, this, by the way, this is why uh, they want amnesty. Half his family. They'll be future Democratic voters. It's what it is. So, yeah, now if you drive on highways. Uh, there are signs put up. There are signs of are welcome to California. You know, once you hit this certain thing, welcome to California. Uh, and and there, are, there are signs put up um, by anonymous street artists. They were put north of Lake Havasu, Prim, Nevada, Highway 95 in California. And they, they basically just attached this. It looks like an official sign as the California state seal, the Democratic donkey, It says, welcome to California. Blow it. They put this sign up. It's blue. Official sanctuary state. Felons, illegals, and MS-13, welcome. Democrats need the votes. (laughs) Uh, You got to love it. I'll actually put um, this story on my Facebook page. Please like and follow it. Don't send me friend requests to my old Facebook page. Just go to Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. You'll see it. And you hit like and hit follow. That'd be cool if you hit both. I don't know why I didn't make the rules. It is what it is. Uh, and you could see this for yourself. Uh, 6.32 now on KNST AM 790. Uh, there's more news uh, coming out. Apparently, I mean, I will see what happens. Uh, listen, just because last year is now over doesn't mean there aren't pervs out there in the mainstream media. You know this person. We've talked about him being apparently a big perv in the past. And uh, there's there's new revelations coming out against a big perv that you probably don't like I'll tell you what people are saying about this big perv where he works who he is coming up in about uh, 6 minutes 6.32 on KNST here's the latest from Fox
5: getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good the morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk
0: 6.38 thank you for being here uh, happy new year Good to be back. Thank you for being patient. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. Uh, this is like the lead story of the world right now. Like There is no other. Uh, the Ayatollah in Iran, the terrorist regime that runs Iran, may be overthrown. There is a gigantic protest going on. Uh, the, the They decided to cut off the Internet so people couldn't communicate. They're trying to hide what's happening. Uh, over 20 people have been killed so far in the protests uh they can't buy anything their economy is in in the the crapper the people have had enough and they see Trump they see a president unlike Obama they tried in Obama the 09 as soon as he got in there remember when they had the the, uh, the original protests and he left them hanging out to dry Trump is already tweeting out and he's he's already said there needs to be regime change we're all watching so we'll see if this happens if they can get rid of the ayatollah and all these other maniacs and apparently Fox News has a uh, leaked details, memos of a meeting where they apparently were all nervous. Like, this is not like any other protest before. Uh, we we need we need to do something. So they're very, very nervous. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Uma Abedin, apparently uh, she should be in jail. She should be in prison. She is so dumb. She decided to email State Department passwords. It's come out now. When she was Hillary's right-hand person, because you can't say woman because that's offensive. She emailed passwords, State Department passwords to her Yahoo email, which was being hacked by Russians, by foreign agents. Oh, yeah, then they could just, you know, get right in there and get all kinds of classified stuff. You want it irresponsible? Oh, yeah. Again, I know people in agencies that work in the government, and they're like, if we would ever do that, we'd be not just Canada, probably in prison. Third thing I think you need to know, an activist judge decide that Mexican-American studies can still be taught. He throws out the law. He kills the law. This Judge Tashima on Friday killed the law that uh, that would have stopped any class from being taught, which includes Mexican-American studies, that would have uh, taught the overthrow of our, our government, uh, would have favored one ethnicity over another, would have taught resentment toward a certain group of people. I mean, this is all that happens in Mexican-American studies. And a judge is like, no, I'm cool with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Wow. So let the free market rule. Let's see what TUSD does now. Of course, they'll keep it because they're crazy. But that's why people are leaving and they're closing schools because nobody's in them because people are taking their kids and getting the heck out of there. Three things I think you need to know. To this day, I just don't understand how people can actually justify teaching that, by the way. I mean, we've talked about that uh, a lot. I mean, I, I six years ago, maybe even seven now, I had a mother and her daughter in here because she was in the class and she talked all about it, and how sick it was, and what was being taught, everything. And it's it's disgusting. And honestly, if you're a school board member, I mean you're led by uh Raul's daughter, and you're led by uh is Crystal Foster hey, there's this crazy there's some crazies there. They need to that get makes rid sense of it. familiar. And Crystal Foster used yeah. to I don't know if she's still there. One of them got voted, the guy with the hat got voted out. Uh Crystal Foster may or may not be there. I forget. Anyway, but I mean they should still be doing more. It's Yeah, that's that's it. It's Crystal with a K. Uh, anyway, I don't know if she's still there or not. Who knows? Who cares? She may be, yeah, they're all just crazy. That's why people are getting out, man. Uh, so uh, those are three things I think you need to know. Now, Chris Matthews, Chris Matthews. Oh boy. NBC has some major, major, major problems. Uh, first off, Hoda was named to replace Matt Lauer. Hoda, she was on a pair. She was the one that, I guess, drinks wine all the time with Kathy Lee in the fourth hour or third hour. Is there a fourth hour now with Megyn Kelly? Who knows? If Megyn Kelly was any good, they could have stuck Megyn Kelly there, but people hate Megyn Kelly. um, So she's out. So you got an all-chick uh, morning show, which makes sense. It's, you know, generally chicks that watch the Today Show. It's, you you know, tell me that, name, name me a guy. Tell Do you know any men that watch the Today Show? So you have all these chicks just to make sure that nobody can be sexually harassed, right? (laughs) They couldn't give it to a man, even if a man was actually worth it. They had to go totally sexist and appease women and everybody else by naming a woman. That just makes it okay, even though they all knew what Matt Lauer was doing for like 20 years, and they ignored it, but whatever. Uh, Now you got Chris Matthews. Uh, Daily Caller has a story. Two former NBC producers independently alleged Chris Matthews would rate the looks of his female guests on a scale what can you go to we, we played a, we played something like this because he had a CNN anchor on his show and he started talking about her looks right to her face. Uh, I think it was Brooke Baldwin is is I could have sworn it was it was Brooke I think it was Brooke Baldwin he was like, hey come look closer oh you're beautiful you're good you're, you're, you're fantastic He was like a dirty old man you know what I'm talking about okay. Uh, if you can. Anyway. So apparently he'd rate he'd rate the looks of his female guests on a scale. They also said Chris Matthews was so abusive that staff joked about being battered women. Battered women. Oh, he said stuff about Trump's wife too, we know that. Um, apparently he was like a tyrant. He'd fly off the handle at the slightest mistake. Funny, they you know, they always said Trump would be like that, didn't they? He was the sexist, he was the pig, he was the maniac. He was eager to objectify women, made inappropriate sexual comments. Um, They appeared to be a matter of course for someone in his position. Both of the former NBC producers requested anonymity out of concern for their future careers. One is actively seeking a job in media. The other is still works closely with MSNBC. Oh, boy. One expressed fears by being labeled a troublemaker. I get it. Cited the string of former Fox News women who've all but disappeared from television. I get it. Uh, This producer said, sadly, I know other women who won't even be an anonymous source regarding Chris because they're concerned about the door closing on career opportunities in the media. Uh, Where's the vagina marchers for that, huh? Where are they? Nowhere. Uh, Here's what he said about Trump's wife, Melania, when she was uh, he didn't realize his mic was still on. Here we go. And only the candidate can make And that the party decision. will
2: trust Trump to be able to make that decision. Well, I
0: think the party won't have walks. a role in it. Walk. Walk. We, um, walk. we just uh, heard God, from the likely great. nominee of the Republican Party. Um, we will go to a break here. I can watch that. The discussion. discussion. Consi- I can watch that walk. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the producer said he would objectify women, interrupt them in a way he would never do to his male guests. He has a very outdated view of women he would eye down a woman who walked on set or comment on their features or what they were wearing, an ex-producer told The Daily Caller. So will uh, they get rid of him? Will they? And remember, two sources told The Daily Caller Chris Matthews paid forty grand to settle with an assistant producer on his show in 1999 after she accused him of, ar- of harassment. Uh, NBC spokesperson contested the claim to the Daily Caller, saying the company instead paid significantly less as part of a severance package. I'm not laughing at the, at the girl. It's it's very sad. And MSNBC uh, MSNBC spokesman said Chris Matthews' comments were meant to be taken as a joke, not propositions. And of course, he was formally reprimanded. What do you go to one of those awesome uh, classes where you're told not to say those things? Education? Yeah, the re education camps ah uh, chris matthews chris matthews chris matthews so good good luck uh good luck for him um now some of trump's tweets over the break were just epic did you see the one about global warming that he tweeted You did, what you didn't see that nope okay i, I used up you know what i'm in my own bubble sometimes a lot and i'm like if i see it did everybody else see it i mean like that's I mean, they have to have seen it, right? Because if I saw it, he has 45 million followers or something like that. I How did I had people not see what exactly is going on? Well, as you know, it was uh, really cold. And it still is, despite the fact that there's, you know, there's, there is global warming everywhere, right? Uh, it, is, it is really, really, really cold. So, the Trumpster tweeted, <laughs> uh, he wanted people to be safe. Wanted them to be safe when they were out. Um, out in Times Square, okay. So I got to find the exact. Oh, he God, he has so many tweets. Um, was it? Oh, it was last. Like it was. It was before New Year's Eve because I I talked to a buddy of mine on Thursday, and he basically said, "Oh yeah, here we go." December twenty eighth in the East, it could be the coldest New Year's Eve on record. Perhaps we could use a little bit of that good old global warming, that our country, but not other countries, was going to pay trillions of dollars to protect against, bundle up. I mean, so good. So he had some of these tweets. He had a lot of these tweets. Jeff Flake had some ridiculous tweets. Uh, However, he triggered a celebrity. And it pains me to say this, because growing up, I had a crush when I was eight years old on Alyssa Milano. She was on Who's the Boss, right? Tony Danza. And I think every one of my friends had a crush on Alyssa Milano. It was back. It was the eighties, the mid eighties, the era when you had like you know Cheryl Teague's poster. Was it Cheryl? Was, was she too old? Maybe it was Kathy Ireland. You'd lay, you had like Teague. Lamborghini posters on your 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 walls. I still do. What you, are you still do? About? You go, yeah. So you had all that stuff, and you had the Alyssa Milano posters, and you're like, ooh, and you're it's just what you did. Turns out she's a complete nut job. That's why you know Hollywood. They just they build they build these brands. They make people to, into what they they're not. She's crazy. She's crazy. She decided, I'd like, why would you, even if you thought this, why would you tweet this out? Like, you think this makes you look good? She tweeted out on Saturday. This is Alyssa Milano. Just made the mistake of reading all of real Donald Trump's tweets from the last few days. I'm now curled up in the fetal position with a Cinderella tiara on my head. Also, my feet are cold. So very cold. Why? Why? I know. Why would you do that? You look... Like, at some point, you're like, is this going to make me look good or stupid or something? Like, this is just dumb. This is just dumb. But she did that.
1: What do you got over there, tambourine? I hit, I hit, I hit my clipboard. I hit my clipboard. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a coach. I, I hit my clipboard. But I'm like, this, what is that even... My feet are cold. So very cold. Because she's in a the fetal position... Just fantastic. Uh, and I'm thinking, what, you, what, you, what are some of the tweets that are just driving her to, to go crazy? Some of the tweets that, you know, he tweets all kinds of things about accomplishments because they never get talked about in the in the media. So he has to do it because he can broadcast to people. He's got 45.6 million followers on Twitter. I think with all the social media, he has over 100 million. Right? He just tweeted 58 seconds ago. Companies are giving big bonuses to their workers because of the tax cut bill. Really great. Maybe you should call my company. Anyway. Um, and then he tweeted out I mean, all these things that he's doing, and he tweeted out the people of Iran are finally acting against the brutal and corrupt Iranian regime. All the money that President Obama so foolishly gave them went into terrorism and into their pockets. The people have little food, big inflation, no human rights. The U.S. is watching. So you have all he's doing these good things, and she tweeted out that his his tweets are making her curl up in the fetal position. Awesome. That's cool. Like I I'm again, I am very happy. I'm feeling good about this stuff. All we do is win, win, win. That's right. I mean, it was killing me that I was sick. I couldn't come on the air the day after the tax cuts passed. That's a big deal. 30 years. Anyway, uh, there's more. As a matter of fact, we'll get to this at 710. Speaking of the tax cut stuff, 710 this morning. Uh, Even the New York Times now they still are the New York Times, and some of the their story was inaccurate. But they actually have a story saying that I mean this is this is just fantastic. It's called the Trump Effect. Businesses I'm sorry, business anticipating less regulation loosen purse strings. But I thought that wasn't going to happen. And they have an economist named Paul Krugman who is wrong about pretty much everything. He thought Obama's policies were great for the economy. And Trump's going to kill us. They pay a guy to write about the economy and they're writing the exact opposite about what he says is going to happen. You have to hear what he said. And then there was a study done because, um, you know, all the PC crap. Do I remember Target? They actually took away boys, toys and girls. They had this section toys and girls toys and it offended one lady. And they had pink for girls toys where it wasn't. boots, So you can identify it. That's terrible. Why would you do that? Well, a study was done. When children go for toys, do they go with toy do they go for toys that are close to their gender? Wait till you hear the results. We'll get to all that stuff coming up. That's in the next hour, coming up in about uh, five minutes, a quick one. This is actually a class offered in college. This class. Really? It's free, but still, you gotta hear it. It's coming up. KNST AIM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 7.05 on this Tuesday, January 2nd. How you doing? Happy New Year. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis on KNSTAM AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, again, thank you for hanging out. And let me just uh, briefly explain um, why I wasn't here because I got all kinds of emails and people like, you know, just upset and nasty. Love, again, when you, when you go on vacation, let me know and I'll email you too. <laughs> I know it's not how it works, uh, but... I got sick. There were a lot of things going on. I can't really go into detail as of now because I haven't cleared it with the wife. But uh, we're having some medical problems with our five-month-old. And we've had to have him go through, I mean, poor five-month-old. He was four months old at the time. Everything went crazy in December. And it was a stress and no sleep and getting sick because of it and everything else. Plus, I had vacation at the end of the month. But uh, a little guy had to go through uh, multiple x-rays, MRIs. We think we have an idea. We think we know what the issue is and uh it's better than what we hope for but it's still a problem. That's all I can say for now. So thank you for being patient. Thank you to Bruce and um just be patient with me because um you're welcome. We're going to find out more hopefully later this week but we may have to go to um specialists around the country, let's just say. So just be patient with me and I appreciate I've gotten emails and stuff prayers. Thank thank you very much. Um it's just been—it's been a trying time. The kid's still a good kid. He's still developing. He's still doing great. It's just this one thing. And anyway, so I—I can't really say anything else. But he's—he's uh, he's a good kid. He's a really good kid. So thank you very much. Hope you had a great new year. Three things I think you need to know. I wanted to make jokes, but I don't know if I should or not. No, you shouldn't. You okay. tried making jokes at the time, and I'm like, too soon, dude. Too soon. I mean, I don't get offended too soon. My wife would have heard it; she'd have murdered you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So don't, it's, it's, don't, it's, don't. Just put some tussing on it. People listen. There's like four and they actually get back to my wife. They like rat me out. So just be careful. It's happened. And I'm yeah. Oh, I hear what your husband said this morning. because <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't want to listen anyway. Three things I think you need to know. Like the number one thing going on in the world right now uh, is what's happening in Iran where protests are going on. And the people are trying to overthrow the mullah. They're, they're trying to throw out the government that's there. And the Trumpsters already tweeted out support for the people, unlike Obama. And um, it's so bad Fox News got their hands on a leaked memo of a meeting where the Ayatollah and the leaders there are like, well, this is bad. <laughs> this is not like other protests. We may need to get the heck out of here. And apparently the uh, the Iranian government, if they crack down on protesters, the President Trump is in, is threatening fresh sanctions. And their economy is crumbling. Obama gives them $150 billion to sign up for a, a, a program that lets them build a nuclear weapon, for God's sakes. And none of it goes to the people, it goes to terrorists. And the people are like, we're starving. What do you do? There's no jobs. We have inflation. So they're mad. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is, and and this is uh, this is another big one, apparently Uma Abedin, it's coming on a judicial watch, I believe, got the uh, the info. She's, she was Hillary's right-hand person, right-hand woman. She, she emailed State Department passwords and everything to her own Yahoo account. And then it got hacked. Yahoo was hacked by Russians. Can you get any more irresponsible? If there was, a, if there was somebody from uh, the Pentagon, the Defense Department, the FBI, the CIA that did this kind of stuff, they'd be in prison. Crazy. Uh, so she did that, and that's just great. Third thing, I think you need to know. Oh, and I have a story I got to get to as well. New York Times was colluding with Hillary when she was uh, the state uh, uh, the Secretary of State. Uh, there's there's emails showing it. Anyway, third thing I think you need to know. An activist judge last week uh, decided to throw out the law that would have banned Mexican American studies from being taught here in Tucson. Uh, he, he called it unconstitutional. And all the law said was basically, here's some bullet points. You cannot teach a class where they promote the overthrow of the U.S. government. You cannot this. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot teach a class that, that puts one group of people ahead of another, which is what it does. Uh, you can't teach a class that... Basically criticizes and goes after and targets a group of people just because of their ethnicity, which is what this does. It goes after uh, people that are not Hispanic, not Mexican, uh, white people, basically. Uh, All this stuff. And they judge like, nope, nope, nope. They can do that. This literally adds zero to the educational value of anybody. It's not really Mexican-American studies. It's hate America studies. Three things I think you need to know. So that stinks. That stinks. Uh, However... This, this is good. I mean, okay, we have that and we'll deal with that whole situation and whatever. And the free market will speak as long as, there are probably some crazies in this, imagine them, crazies in Tucson that hate America, right? All right, you want to go take that? You go take that. But you're seeing the free market speak here because people are moving the hell out of Tucson and they're taking their kids out of TUSD. That's why they had to close all those schools. That's why they're going to other places. There's charter schools, you name it. The free market will speak. It just sucks that our tax dollars have to pay for this crap. But what can we do right now? However, the New York Times had a story that I saw yesterday that I thought was absolutely amazing. Uh, They're actually giving Trump credit. The Trump effect. Business anticipating less regulation loosens purse strings. Really? Hmm. A wave of optimism. This is the New York Times. A wave of optimism has swept over American business leaders, and it's beginning to translate into the sort of investment in new plants, equipment, and factory upgrades that bolsters economic growth, spurs job creation, and may finally raise wages significantly. Now, why didn't that happen over the past eight years with Obama? Like, what what happened there? This is the New York Times. And I remember I talking I told my wife, I'm like, you know, I remember having conversations with people that thought they were so smart. Did you do have these same conversations, and they'd say, Garrett, and this is going back to like probably 2011, 2012, those 2010. Garrett, those jobs are never coming back. Man, who's going to do those jobs in it? You elitist piece of garbage. There are people that will do those jobs. Those jobs are never coming back. No, nope. apparently they are. Uh, while business leaders are eager for the tax cuts that take effect this year, the newfound confidence was initially inspired by the Trump administration's regulatory pullback. Not so much because deregulation is saving companies money. You gotta love that, right? Mm. But because the administration has instilled a faith in business executives that new regulations are not coming. Uh, Granger McDonald, a home builder in Kerrville, Texas, Hill Country, said it's an overall sense that you're not going to face any new regulatory fights. Yeah, you don't have to worry about extra money that you're going to have to spend to fight this stuff. We're not spending more, which is the main thing. We're not seeing any savings, but we're not seeing any increases. You got to put that in, right? Of course, he has cut a ridiculous amount of regulations, which actually do save money. Maybe this guy hasn't, but of course, The New York Times has to put their twist in there, right? Uh huh. Uh, by the way, I wonder, remember, remember when all these companies left the uh, economic council, or whatever it was? You had the Under Armour guy, he left. Oh, what President Trump said is terrible. All the, I wonder if they will say, you know what? We will continue to pay the higher taxes. We don't want the corporate tax cut. No, we don't want that stuff. Mm hmm. Oh, more importantly, their employees don't want raises. Of course not. No, we don't want to give our employees raises. We don't do it. This Trump guy stinks. By the way, apparently he was able to say, I, I want the tax cuts. It'll be good. I'll do this stuff without their help. Imagine that. <laughs> it's all for show, those stupid councils. It's all for show. I love this New York Times. The applause from top executives has been largely reserved for the administration's economic policy agenda. Of course. Many chief executives have been publicly critical of Trump's approach to social and cultural issues. Mm hmm. Mm hmm course, they'd bring up the uh, Charlottesville thing. Um, anyway, there's more. There is little historical evidence tying regulation levels to growth. Excuse me? There's little historical evidence? Really? So what happened with Reagan? What happened with John F. Kennedy? Whatever. So I love what They had to put that in there. There's little historical evidence tying regulation levels to growth. I mean, I don't really want to go much further, but I just thought it was very interesting that the New York Times is even saying the Trump effect, the Trump effect. I mean, are you not seeing this? Um, the wife and I, when did we go? We had to go run some errands. We had to go return something or whatever. And we went to uh, La Encantada. I want to say it was Saturday. Right? Yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday morning we go there. We couldn't find a parking spot. I have never seen La Encantada on all sides, where every single spot was taken. And it's not like it's a it's a mall where you have like a lot of regular stores to find a lot. I mean, they, they got some shopping there, but a lot of it's you know it's high, some it's higher end and some some other stuff. You have restaurants, but I mean, it was just bumping. And I looked at my wife. I'm like Trump effect. That's my answer for everything, by the Trump effect. Trump, but it's true. What'd she say? No, sales. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, Trump effect. Um, So it, it's just, uh, I, th- I think it's really incredible what's going on. So, I mean, despite the fact that we have literal dumb people
1: mm-hmm.
0: in charge of Tucson and Pima County, by the way, despite them. There is going to be growth. Now, there'd be more if they actually got on board. But, of course, Steve Kozajic, remember, he doesn't want any of the... He, the Trump doesn't fit our community, his values. No, 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 we don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want that. Um, but they actually wrote this, this story uh, about how the Trump effect, of course, they had to take shots and they were lying. But, man, this is this is pretty incredible, right? right? Uh, administration officials said last month, since January 2017, federal agencies have delayed, withdrawn... Or made inactive nearly 1,600 planned regulatory actions. Further rollbacks will affect financial services as well as energy and labor rules, among others. And that's why you're going to see more and more of these companies hiring, spending, raises. And you want to know, they're not giving raises, by the way, just because they're nice. They're giving raises so they don't lose employees because other companies will be willing to steal them by offering them more money. That's how it works. This whole, I, I don't, I mean, it, it always cracked me up in Trump's, oh, the bonus is this, that, yeah, they're trying to hold on to their talent because at this point, other companies are like, man, we could really, we need to find the best people. We could actually grow. We could make more money. And people are enticed by companies that piss them off that they work for, for whatever reason, uh, and money. And if you could have somebody that doesn't piss you off, treats you well and pays you more money, see ya. I'm out, right? I'm out. Uh, so we're gonna see even more of this. This is why it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a heck of a year, man. It is gonna be a heck of a year. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, seven seventeen now on KNST AM seven ninety. Uh, there's more. Oh boy, do I have more. Matter of fact, I want to get into this. Uh, actual, th- th- these emails are coming out now. This is so cool. Emails are coming out. We got a couple of couple of Hillary stories about the New York Times literally telling Hillary what they are going to publish so she can spin them. Uh, you And it's there. Like, this is a big deal. We have that, and then guess who? It's coming out now. Who is paying $700,000 to get women to come out and say Trump somehow sexually abused them or molested them or assaulted them or something like that? Oh, yes, Hillary's friends. It's all coming out now. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Yeah, Uh, we'll continue in five. You got to hear this to believe it. And then we'll get to the story about children. See, children are apparently innately uh, sexist. We'll call them racist. We'll call them all kinds of is, right? There was a study done. Do they go for toys that are basically based on their gender? Or do they go the opposite way? Oh, people, snowflakes are melting all over the place. So we'll get to that. It's coming up. KNST aim seven ninety two. Suns most stimulating talk. Seven twenty five. The sun is starting to come out a little bit. I don't like this random thing we have blocking the window there, here, Ryan. It's oh the uh, the, the skeleton the guy. The skeleton guy. Yeah, it's just why not? Well, you know, I want usually people that look like that are walking around this parking lot and I'd rather be able to see them. And he's kind of blocking the view going to be 75 out today, about uh, 48 degrees right now, depending on where you are. Uh, if it's warmer or colder where you are, take a picture and send it to someone you love. Uh, now don't, don't forget, please like, and follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. That's how you get to my page. You like it, you follow it, you see all kinds of cool stuff. I have the story up with the pictures of the signs people are posting uh, the welcome to California signs, are sanctuary state now. So people are very upset. So they're they artists, anonymous artists are, are putting, and I think we think we know who it is, are putting up these signs that say we welcome basically illegal aliens and MS-13 and blah, 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 blah. It's hilarious. So check it out for yourself. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Like it and follow it. And then uh, you'll see it. So there you go. Um, So these stories that are that are uh, that are out there about Hillary are just absolutely unbelievable. Um, WikiLeaks and this happened over the uh, over the weekend and on vacation and everything else they decided you know what screw this stuff we're going to sh- we're going to prove WikiLeaks dropped another bomb they proved that the New York Times colluded with Hillary Clinton you want to know I you know Trump saying the media is biased and the fake news I mean it, it is it is so fake it is awful when Hillary was secretary of state a reporter for the New York Times would send her people emails about what stories they're going to publish over the next week so they can get ready to spin, give them heads up, all this other stuff. This is what was going on. Scott Shane is the national security reporter for the New York Times. This email that WikiLeaks sent, or that dropped, it showed this Scott Shane of the New York Times, the national security reporter, emailing Philip Crowley who at the time was the United States Assistant Secretary of State for Public Affairs under Hillary Clinton's State Department. So this guy, literally, it's November 28, 2010, 11.39 p.m., from Shane Scott to Philip J. Crowley, subject, Talking Monday. and probably called him P.J., Philip J. Crowley. P.J., I just went through preparing our Gitmo and Korea cables for posting. We're posting no Gitmo cables that mention, and, and they blacked that out. So North Korea and Gitmo are the stories running Tuesday. Wednesday is Pakistan and Blackwater. Thursday is Russia and Canada. Friday is Afghan corruption and Karzai. Saturday is Yemen. Sunday is China. Monday is terrorist financing. Possibly something on Iraq for which you have no cables yet. Tuesday is arms trade, weapons, and possibly something on NATO for which you have no cables yet. They were literally emailing. The New York Times guy, emailing Hillary's people so she can... Have enough time, and they get enough time to spin something, to divert attention, to put out a fire, whatever it might be. And so you have that. They're in cahoots with them. How is that fair to the American people? By the way, I wonder how the unless people that that subscribe to the New York Times, if they like, they're okay with that because they loved Hillary and they loved Obama and they hate everybody else. Would they be all right with that? But if you actually wanted to find out what was going on in the world, and you realized. That they're not really reporters. You're not getting the news. It's it's like they're just working with the government. Wouldn't you want your money back? Could there be a lawsuit? What are you gonna get? Your fifty bucks a year back in fees or what I mean, but you just sit back and say this this is not this is not what the news is. Well isn't that collusion too? I don't know if it's Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it is it is collusion. You are they, they were colluding. The New York Times was colluding with Hillary. And there is the proof. And you don't think that was just one time, by the way, do you?
1: You mean it wasn't?
0: Yeah. The redacted stuff was because it was classified and confidential information. So if you want to see that, just get oh. Hill- just get Uma's uh, email. And you can find it there. <laughs> uh, by the way, that same month, WikiLeaks was mad. They know, they saw this was happening. So that same month, November 2010, they released the U.S. diplomatic cables leak known as CableGate, where they were just letting information out. So, I mean, it's just right there. It was just obvious. That's what they were doing. Um, shouldn't that be kind of a, a big deal? You have that. You have the UMA story from, from today where she's emailing passwords for the State Department to her own Yahoo account. Like, I won't even email, like, bank information on my Yahoo account. And she's doing State Department stuff. All righty. Uh, now uh, there's more. It turns out, uh, do you know who David Brock is? David Brock started Media Matters. It's a website where they ha- they pay people to sit in a basement and listen to all talk radio, take things that Russia says out of context, say he's racist, this that, and just and then raise money off of it and try to pressure advertisers to drop advertising on the shows and that kind of stuff. Right? That, that's what he does. Uh, somehow he claims it's a it's like a nonprofit, so they don't pay taxes. Of course, media matters. Well, it turns out that he backs Hillary Clinton, loves Hillary Clinton. David Brock. He and another Hillary Clinton backer named Susie Thompson ponied up $700,000 to find people who would accuse Donald Trump when he was a candidate of sexual misconduct before Election Day. He has a foundation called American Bridge 21st Century Foundation. Right? That uh woman, Susie Tompkins Buell, is a major donor to the foundation, and she reportedly donated six figure sums. To you ready for this? Lisa Bloom's law firm. Lisa Bloom, that is Gloria Allred's daughter. That was the lawyer for Kathy Griffin and all these women that claim that Trump did this stuff to him. Right? David Brock gave two hundred grand. This other lady, Susie Tompkins Buell, gave five hundred thousand dollars. They said, We're giving you seven hundred grand. We're giving this to your firm, Lisa. Find someone. That says that uh, Trump sexually assaulted them before Election Day. We have to win. I mean, it's it's right here. It It's right here. And these uh, these ladies came out a few weeks ago and tried to do this stuff. And, of course, it had n- no effect because it's not true. Uh, the efforts failed after only one woman said she was willing to come forward if she got paid $2 million. And then never came forward with her story. So there you have it. The uh, the corruption exists. Uh, how many more Hillary stories do you need? It gets old after a while, doesn't it? I mean, you hear this stuff and you go, how? you just want to turn it off after a while. And I get it because you're like, I am just, I'm over it. Uh, she never goes to jail. She never goes to prison. She never charged. Like, when isn't anything going to happen? There will be a day, I predict. There will be a day. And I think it will be, maybe it'll be this year where something will happen. And you're going to think it's the most amazing thing ever. You're going to go, I I never thought this day would come. And I know, but it's going to happen. I'm telling you it's going to happen. 733 on KNST AM 790. Uh, Kids are sexist. They are sexist. Children, they are sexist. How do I know this? They're toys. A study was done. I'll explain. You're going to like it. It's coming up in about 6. 733 on KNST AM 790. Here's Fox.
5: If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: 7.39. Hi. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back. You working today? Nope. I mean, I don't consider this a job. Don't tell anybody that. It's fun. Hey, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Uh, number one, biggest story in the world right now. Uh, Hopefully, there could be a sweet overthrow of the government in Iran. Uh, You have the terrorist-loving Ayatollah Khomeini. They're in charge. Um, Their economy is in the garbage. It's, 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 It's terrible. So the people have had enough, and I think they realize with Trump in charge of America, now is the time to try to get rid of this guy. And the Trumpsters responded by backing them on Twitter, saying, yep, the people are suffering. They took all the money Obama gave them and put them into terrorism and in their own pockets. So hopefully we can get some regime change. And listen, to, you know, I love Trump, and I think he's done a lot of great things. If it doesn't happen on his watch, it's going to be very, very disappointing. Second thing I think you need to know. I mean, just think about it. We we could eliminate a gigantic threat to the world, one of our biggest enemies that's out there. I just want to know how to get our money back. Ain't going to happen. Hmm. Uh, you see a terrorist shake him down. Hey, you terrorists, give me money. That's what you got to do. I got the receipt. There you go. There you. Go. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh this this is uh this is crazy. Uh Uma, it's coming out now Uma Aberdeen, Hillary's right-hand girl, Anthony Weiner's ex-wife, Uma Weiner. Uh she is true. She apparently uh didn't care about the law and you know, well just anything smart and she decided to email herself state department passwords to her yahoo email which of course was then hacked by the russians well she didn't willingly want to do that yes she did she didn't care and if she would she did she not pay attention to the training she received where it was like hey don't have any information that's about the state department all this stuff don't have any information in in an unsecured email like yahoo have Yahoo for my fantasy football. That's it. Nothing else. There's no other reason for it to exist. And that's why it was hacked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they wanted to know how I won. So she needs to go to prison. Oh, they all need to go to prison. Third thing I think you need to know, an activist judge decided to say, yeah, Mexican-American studies, uh, that law that says it can't be taught, get rid of it. I don't like it. It's unconstitutional. It's so dumb. What I say? What What the hell did I say the judge's name was? T- Tashima? Uh, anyway, uh, the law would have basically made it illegal illegal for any class for students to be taught uh to overthrow the government which happens there uh for students to uh basically target one particular race of people which is exactly what they do they go after america and and white people actually it's what they do oh yeah that what was so wrong with this law it you can't teach a class that would promote resentment toward a race or class of people you couldn't Teach a class designed primarily for people of a particular ethnic group. And you can't teach a class that advocates ethnic solidarity instead of treating pupils as individuals. A judge like, nah, those things are ridiculous. I'm getting rid of it. So, Mexican-American studies lives again. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, again, well, how do you fix that? Do you have activist judges? Well, voting the right people in the school board. But people are also voting with their feet and getting the heck out. Getting out. Uh, They don't want to have their kids go to TUSD, any of the schools there. Simple as that. Uh, So, again, three things I think you need to know. All right, so uh, this is great. Uh, I didn't realize this, but apparently my child is a sexist. I have a five-year-old now and a five-month-old. And even the five-month-old, has got he doesn't even realize it, but he's also sexist. Your kid's sexist as well. Uh, They're sexist because apparently... Kids tend to this might be a shock right here. Kids pick cho- they they choose their toys based on their gender. Oh no. Yes. Yes. Flashback. Target was like two years ago, three years ago. Remember that yes. lady? Flashback. In Ohio. Target. Yes, in Ohio. She was offended because Target had a section where toy You've been to Target, boys, there's toys. And it said toys on one row, and then it said girls toys on another row and the fact that it said girls toys just made this woman so mad and she made a video and people on twitter got twitter muscles I'm so upset too sure you are and target decides to kowtow cuz that's what they do and they say okay that's it we're not gonna call it boys 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 toys and girls toys or toys and girls toys Nope. how is that insulting by the way like if they had a thing that said girls toys and toys I wouldn't be like where are the boys' toys? I, I wouldn't care.
1: Well, wait till they get the clothes section. You're going to be really confused then. Did they stop doing that too? No, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You can't have pink uh, flowery socks nope. and call them
0: girl socks nope, anymore. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope. no. That would be offensive. So they did that. They also had, like, I guess where the toys were, they, they had pink backgrounds for girls and blue for boys, took that away. So the uh, PC crowd went crazy. Well now snowflakes need to melt. Uh, there was a report in something called PSY Post, P S Y P O S T. SciPost. The University College London's Institute for Women's Health. This must have crushed them. <laughs> they found, they did research and found that children overwhelmingly chose to play with toys typed to their gender. <laughs> Yes. My son uh, had Hanukkah, his birthday and Christmas all within like a two week period. So he was on toy overload. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm like, all right, you're not getting anything for the next 11 months. need a bigger house. Uh, you know what? He got a lot of stuff. He got, he got a scooter and he, uh, he likes to sing. Uh, what? Yeah, he does. He, he enjoys, he likes singing. He's
1: getting a karaoke sings,
0: machine. You know what? He actually sings Billy Joel songs. Um, oh, and yeah, my, my in-laws got him a, my in-laws got <laughs> him a, like a karaoke machine. Got, got him some cool stuff. He went, he likes magic somehow. My parents got him a magic <laughs> set. Magic. magic? Magic. It's magic. It's magic. Okay. Every kid likes magic. So... Uh, out of all the things that he, that he received, you know what he loves the best Yeah, his Nerf guns. Yeah. He loves his Nerf guns. And my mother would call and she'd FaceTime. She'd be like, Oh, we got you Barbie dolls. No, you didn't. No, oh, I don't want that. He's a boy. So apparently he's a sexist and I'm okay with that. Uh, and, and people actually, I mean, it's just obvious what's going to happen. I remember soccer. When I coached my son's soccer team, I thought it was great because Starting at uh, the U6, under 6, or 6U, whatever they call it, they separate boys and girls, as it should be. They'd let the girls play with the girls, the boys play with the boys, right? On, younger than that, they all play together, fine, but that's the way it is. So the girls apparently got pink soccer balls, every single one of them. And my wife's like, that's so cool. My wife played soccer. It's like, that's so cool. And she wasn't a girly girl growing up at all. Now, of course, the shoes, the this, whatever, but so... Uh, she's like, I wish I would have got a pink soccer ball when I was growing up. I go, you know what? I bet you there are people that probably think it's just wrong. Like, what do you do you think? Since my girl is a is a, you know is a girl that she's going to want a pink soccer ball? Yes, yes, I do. And if she doesn't like it, oh well. But yes, you want to know why? Because girls like pink, and you're not going to give boys a pink soccer ball because they don't like pink. That's just how it is. So anyway, back to this. Children overwhelmingly chose to play with toys typed to their gender. This, I mean, this really has to just destroy the way these people think. The study said sex differences in toy preferences held true even after accounting for the effects of the presence or absence of an adult. The study setting the gender equality status of the country, year of publication, presence of gender neutral toys, doesn't matter. The boys went for the boy toys and the girls went for the girl toys. Yep. So how are they distinguish, distinguished between which and which? Was it like,
1: Come on. like Ken dolls or guns and... Uh, dolls.
0: There's no doll yet. <laughs> I'm sure there was like know. dolls and guns. Guns and dolls. And you know exactly what the boys picked up. The chicks? Well, that too. Uh, variances including the geographical location of the study, the age, all this stuff. I mean, it's just, this is so great. So it says here again, the abstract suggests that toy preferences appear to be formed by both innate and the social forces. Adding the consistency in finding sex differences in children's preferences for toys type to their own gender indicates the strength of this phenomenon and the likelihood that it has a biological origin because you got to remember uh apparently it's okay for these people these people think it's okay that if you're a boy you can say nope, I 'm a girl but if you say these toys are for boys, you son of a bee you can't do that no 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 no. The likely, yes, indicates strength of picking the toy out, basically. It's from a biological origin. It's innate. It's inside you. You know what to do. There are some details indicate that as time goes by, social influence plays a larger role in choosing of gender-type toys. It says here in it, further analysis of data for boys and girls separately revealed that older boys played more with male-typed toys relative to female-type toys than did younger boys. Hmm. Hmm. Additionally, an effect of the length of time since study publication was found, girls played more with female-type toys in earlier studies than in later studies. So girls played with more female ones when they were younger in early studies than later, whereas boys played with more male-type toys in earlier than in more recent ones. So is it because they're the the freaks that are trying to change everything about us are trying to influence what we should do and guilt us into doing it? I mean, it's the same thing as saying, all right, you know what? Uh, you better drive a, uh, a fuel-efficient car instead of a gas-guzzling truck. You don't believe in global warming, you jerk. I mean, they try to guilt people into doing these things so we can all change and live the way they want us to live. They try it with toys. They try it with climate. They try it with don't eat meat. You're killing the environment. I'm telling you. Why are you looking at me that way? Because this whole guilt thing, guilting anybody, is only for the weak mind. Well, I know. You never feel guilty. I get it. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that do. Well. A lot of people that do. You know what about
1: the transgender six year olds that we had the stories of? Uh, you know, a couple. Months I know. Ago? What do they play with? Are they playing with dolls? That or is a are great question. That's a great question because that would actually prove there is something else going on besides whatever is happening. And is you could also get enough. You could also get your
0: research from Curb Your Enthusiasm with the episode where Larry was dating a woman who had a an eight year old son who had feminist tendencies. <laughs> That's right. And Larry said he was pre-gay. And Larry bought him a sewing machine. He's like, oh, this is so good. And the mother goes, what are you doing buying my son a sewing machine? He goes, He's watching Project Runway. <laughs> so good. So good. So anyway, this is a big study that all of a sudden kids pick toys based on their gender. This will be ignored. Ignored. I have a study also. Do you hear about the... Uh, there was a global warming. You know there's a global warming movie that came out? It was the... they do like control the... You didn't it was in the, it was probably in theaters for like a day. Apparently people didn't like it very much. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's coming up. Don't you go anywhere. Uh it is your morning ritual. I got the I'll tell you what's if we have time. I think we have time. We'll get to that in about three. KNST AM seven ninety. It's your morning ritual. Meet Garrett Lewis. KNST AM seven ninety. Tucson's most stimulating talk dot com. Always on time, always 807. Hi, it's uh, Tuesday, January 2nd, and it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, this should be the biggest story, biggest story in the world, and it really is. Uh, Iran, we might see an overthrow of their terrorist regime. They fund terrorists. Obama gives them 150000000000 billion, doesn't go to the economy, doesn't go to the people. It goes to a nuclear program, goes to terrorists, and into the pockets of the, uh, radical Islamic leaders in Iran. And the people have said, we've had enough. They see Trump as a guy that will get their back. And they start protesting, and they, it is making the Ayatollah very nervous, the leaders in Iran very nervous. Matter of fact, Fox News got a report, a leaked report. Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Khomeini, met with political leaders, heads of the country's security forces, to figure out how they can stop and tamp down these nationwide protests. And they said, this is serious. This is a complex complex situation. It's different than previous occasions. It's serious. They're nervous. And Trump has tweeted out his support of the Iranian people. Went after Obama for funding terrorists. Uh, And on top of that... Uh, he is—he's gone after the Iranian leaders themselves. So this is a good thing. We need to get rid of this. That way, there doesn't need to be a war with Iran. Just get rid of the people that are running the terrorists that are running that government. Is it going to be MIGA? What make Iran great uh, again? MIGA, I, love, Miga? It. I Miga? love it. I love it. I love it. This this is a, this is a really really good thing. By the way, the Trumpster tweeted out: "The people of Iran are finally acting against the brutal and corrupt Iranian regime." This is three hours ago. All the money that President Obama so foolishly gave them went into terrorism and into their pockets. The people have little food, big inflation, no human rights. The U.S. is watching. I mean, it's there. Second thing I think you need to know Uma Abedin, apparently uh, Hillary's right hand uh, woman, uh, emailed passwords for the State Department to herself at her Yahoo account, which, of course, was hacked by Russians. Really? So you, you, you unbelievable. I mean, you're, you're Hillary's right hand person. Everybody that's a bad guy and good person in the world knows. And you email passwords and everything for State Department stuff to your Yahoo account. You genius. I mean, Apple doesn't fall, fall far from the tree now, does it? Because Hillary, of course, had an unsecured server in a bathroom. So holy crap, that, that could have been the leading. These two could have been in charge of the free world. Third thing, I think you need to know. about she needs to go to prison. They all need to go. Third thing, a judge. Activist Judge Tashima, Judge Wallace Tashima, threw out a 2010 law. A 2010 law that would have stopped Mexican-American studies from being taught at TUSD. Uh, He thought it was unconstitutional. What, What did the law do? It would have stopped schools from teaching classes that promote the overthrow of the U.S. government, promote resentment toward a race or class of people. Uh, stopped schools from teaching classes that are designed primarily for pupils of a particular ethnic group, which is exactly what it is. This guy's like, nope, unconstitutional. Ridiculous. Three things I think you need to know. All right. um, Man, there's a lot of stuff. Huh. I, I have like three weeks of uh <clears throat> show prep built up in my head. I'm trying to get it all out now and not sound like a complete buffoon. Uh, But there's a lot of things. By the way, on my page at knst.com, I have, we'll play this, some of this stuff uh videos cnn their new year's eve coverage reporter getting high live on the air holding joints in her hand uh on a pot bus in denver at a puff pass and paint party in denver this is cnn huh and then cnn got punked uh fake news they thought a wedding proposal actually took place but people did it for 10 grand i'll explain those videos on my page at knst.com i'll put them on my facebook page facebook.com slash gary lewis radio like it and follow it and on Twitter at Garrett Lewis, please follow me on Twitter as well because I'll put all the stuff there too. So uh, we have that. But now we got to get back to this other story um, about kids. Kids, your kids are sexist? My kids a sexist? Uh, research done uh, in London. In London, Psy Post, P S Y Post, the University of College London, London's Institute for Women's Health. They did a report in that children overwhelmingly choose to play with toys typed to their gender. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. John A. Barry, the study author, said there's a fashion today to say that gender is purely a social construct. In reality, gendered behavior is a mix of biology and social influence. And I think our meta analysis supports the view. Hmm. I love this. The study should not be misinterpreted as suggesting that boys and girls should only play with toys that correspond to their gender roles. I think the major caveat is that the findings of this study are descriptive. Not prescriptive. In other words, the meta-analysis demonstrates, for example, that in general boys prefer playing with male typical toys. <gasps> oh, duh! But this is not to say that boys should play only with male typical toys.
1: Here comes the opinion. Yeah, Bart.
0: nobody, nobody say. You're just finding out what innately boys want. They want Nerf guns, not Barbie dolls. Sure, every once in a while, a chick's gonna want a football. I get it. Yeah, a chick's going to want a gun, I get it, but you get the point, right? Uh, He also said, the studies show that a minority of children play with gender atypical toys. My interpretation of this is that playing with gender atypical toys is a common and harmless variation on the norm, not to be discouraged. Hmm. Research into gender differences often attracts criticism. Now, let me tell you something. If this would have been, this research shows that boys really want to play with girls' toys, it'd be like one of the lead stories across the country. But since it's not, it'll be buried. They wait. They wait. And that's why my my whole point was that, you know, just like global warming and all this stuff, they want to change the way we live. They want, and these are the, whether they're libs, elitists, you name it, PC people, They want people to live the way they deem appropriate, not the way you want, the way they think we should, whether it's by what toys our kids play with, what we eat, what we drive, what we watch, what we listen to, everything. Because if they disagree with it um, or if you disagree with what they want, of course, we're mean and racist and stuff. That's just that's how it is. This was, study, this, this was, by the way, published. This study published in the Journal of Infant and Child Development. I, I, I'm waiting for the, the crazies to go after this story. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, I love it. As scientists, he said, and as members of the public who value truth over opinion, we need to move beyond moralistic arguments about facts and instead use the facts in beneficial ways. So there you go. Instead of saying, you know what, it's just not right that these... This section of toys is only for boys, or just for boys, and this is for girls. Hmm. Uh, the study says this. All right. Children's toy preference uh... based on their gender. It's how it is. It's how it be. So then I, I, you know, I talk about global warming, and I'm like, all right, this is the this is a new world nowadays. Thanks to Trump. Thanks to, and it's not even thanks just to Trump. Thank that I'm glad that he ran. Thanks to him running. Thanks to you for voting for him and me. All this garbage that within the past eight years, even 15 years, you, 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 you we live with this stuff. We're like, is this real? Like Some of these things are just dumb, what these leaders in the world do, what people say, and it's being accepted. It's just dumb, and it's stupid. Like it makes no sense. Al Gore? Apparently, there were a lot of films last year about global warming, climate change, whatever you want to call it, right? And you know what? Nobody went to see him. Nobody went to see him! Geo Storm, controlling the weather. Do it. I remember I saw a commercial for it. I'm like, oh, what a bunch of garbage. And I bet you there were tens of millions of people that had the same exact reaction as me. Bunch of garbage. Uh, Al Gore, an Inconvenient Truth, right? He um, He had a sequel. Now, the original Inconvenient Truth, back in 06, $24 million is what it made. 24 million bucks. You'd think that it would actually make a hell of a lot more, didn't you? You know the way it got the attention it did. So he had a sequel last year. You know how much the sequel made? Three million dollars. Three million dollars. Even with Paul McCartney, Bono, others saying how great it is, that's like that's like a I mean, that's a it's a pretty big drop right there. Blade. I didn't see. Did you? I mean, I didn't see a lot of movies. Blade. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Apparently, yeah. that. Did you see that?
1: Uh, uh, Was that
0: about the environment? Apparently it was. Where it had a big environmental thing to it. All these things flop, by the way. The the Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon movie. Did you hear about that downsizing? No. I saw this. I'm like, oh, it figures. So that's about people that choose to actually become like shrunk. Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Because they're... There's not enough left on this planet. We can't all do this. We can't all live this way. We don't have enough resources, blah, blah, blah. You can make the difference. You can sacrifice by by shrinking yourself. So you could be ant food? Pretty much. It flopped. <laughs> flopped bigly. It's called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Remember yeah, that? I, and that, that was actually a funny movie. Yeah. But this guy, it was about a future where people can shrink themselves to the height of a grapefruit.
1: There's a joke in there. I'm going to yeah, leave it alone.
0: I know. I know. Leave it alone. So nobody wants to see this stuff. Nobody wants to be preached to. Simple as that. So they all flopped. I thought it was. I thought it was awesome. Right? What? What's your problem? <laughs> Sorry. Oh uh, yeah. So there you go. I. I just. I'm telling you. You know what's 20, funny about- 2018 is going to be a new year. We're going to get back to the normal way of thinking. What?
1: Uh, an Inconvenient Truth was ninety three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Of course, like it, it that was that much back in two thousand six, and it actually made some money. For how much it cost? I actually to be made. saw
0: it. I actually paid to see it just to see what it was like. No, did I? No, no, I didn't see that. No, no, I lied. I, I lied about that. I take that back. I saw. You know, I got it confused. The day after tomorrow. Well, that was actually a, a decent book. It was written by Art Bell and um, another guy. What? I <laughs> saw the movie. Don't start. And it was the dumbest thing of all time. I was, it was before I was married. I was living in Waco, Texas, doing my job. I, I had like nothing it. else to do. You know, I almost missed those days. We, was, <laughs> we were still dating my wife, but we were married yet. <laughs> so I actually, it I can Yeah, exactly. I had the freedom to go do what I want. I wasn't tired all the time. And so I go in and I watch this movie and I watch it and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. And as soon as it ends, there are people in the theater start clapping. <laughs> And the reason I confused it is that the um, An Inconvenient Truth used the made-up footage from The Day After Tomorrow in its movie. Al Gore used it. And you didn't know that? No. I yeah. never saw that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I remember that. He used some of the footage from that made-up movie in his own movie, mm. which was supposed to be an actual documentary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it wasn't. So there you go.
1: I just like a nice destruction movie. This, these kinds of disaster movies, I like to watch them. My wife loves these movies for some reason. Really? Yeah. Like, she really loved The Day After Tomorrow, and I thought it was cool. You know? I thought it was cool. I like Dennis Quaid.
0: That's all I got. <sighs> just keep spraying the chemtrails. I like his brother better. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Cousin Eddie is the way to go, man. That guy's nuts. He's literally nuts. He's out of his mind, which, which, you know, it's not always the worst thing in the world.
1: And before I get the emails, don't forget, it's just a movie. You go and tune out for two
0: hours. From all the other important stuff in the world. That's, but the problem is you get that and I get that, but there are people that don't get yeah. that and think it's You're actually real. You're a climate denier. Yeah. They no, think there's it's, climate
1: outside. I know it's there. Yeah.
0: They, it's, dude, on New Year's, we were at a friend's house, and I was laughing. I said, how did it get brought up? <laughs> it wasn't about Trump's tweet about, we need some good old global warming, but <laughs> some guy brought up Trump, and I was like, I love him. It's like, oh, it's, you, the the, yeah, no, here we go. Oh, here, here, the, the, the guy doesn't know anything the difference between climate and, and temperature. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And then, it like, like he started, he tried to bag on Trump, and everybody at the party just got quiet. And I think that's a good way to deal with that stuff, because you're just never going to change certain people's minds. It's just not, it's not going to happen. So, all of a sudden, it got, and I loved it. I don't get uncomfortable, but I would describe it as uncomfortably quiet. Like, he made his point, and nobody was like, yeah or no. They're kind of like, if I just stay quiet for a minute, maybe this guy will shut up. And that's what happened. So I, that w- I liked that a lot. I liked it a lot. <laughs> what do you want from me? Well, I prefer a good oral berating that you can
1: record and put on YouTube.
0: I know, you but then hits. it makes my wife uncomfortable and stuff like that. How you it? It makes my wife very, very, very uncomfortable. What's wrong with that? I got to <laughs> home with it. <laughs> exactly. And then I have to get lectured to and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yes. Then I have to get lectured to. And
1: it, it... <laughs> You're right. Thank this you. is why we can't
0: go out to our friend's house. This is why we can have nice gotten things. I've that before. Yes, exactly. Oh, so we, we go through those things. I I have the radio. I've, she's like, you have four hours to say what you want. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> fine. But you haven't been on the radio for know, like two, know, two weeks. I know, you I know. Take it out I know, I know. All right. All right. All right <laughs> and what's funny is funny, funny that her friends, our, our couple's friends, our friends that, were, that, that our couples are couples that we're friends with, they, they, they want to egg me on with that. And they'll like start to ask me things. Like We went on Christmas Day, we are right over our neighbor's house, and we were with our buddy and, and his parents listen. And all of a sudden, her mom, his mom's like, so why do you think people are upset that we moved the, our embassy to, uh, to <laughs> Jerusalem? And, and my buddy's like, do we have to get into this right now? <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was funny. I like it. And I'm, I'm always amazed. I'm like, why do people actually care about my opinion? Because I say it authoritatively, so I act like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I make it up as I go. Don't you get that already? Anyway, we'll continue. Eight 22 uh, We'll get to... We have, we have to get to CNN getting punked. This is funny. New Year's Eve, they got punked uh, big time. They thought they were doing fake news. They thought somebody actually did a wedding proposal, but they actually were paid $10,000. There's a whole story behind it. It is really, What people... They did it to say something on the air that you're going to find funny. They were... Do whatever you can to say this on C I Love and you'll hear it. It's it's really good. It's coming up in about five. KNST, aim 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Fuck. 829, thank you for hanging out. Ridged. It I is rigged, it's I know. So rigged. Gonna be 75 outside. Oh, inside baseball. Uh, Gonna so be 75 good. for a high today. Can't be that. 70s good. all week long. Beautiful i got to look at that shit. Uh, I'll say it. I saw it like, at 3 o'clock in the morning. There may be a giant snowstorm on the East Coast. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, may, if, it, if it goes 100 miles more west than they think, it could be a blizzard. Seriously? 48 right uh-huh. now. going to be 75, though, uh, which is awesome here. Are those commercials from Tucson, you know, hey, why don't you get out of the nasty cold and freezing and everything and come to come to Houston? Are those going? I, is Pima County doing that? I, I, they say they are. I, why does it never work anyway? Um, follow me on Twitter at Garrett Lewis. I've been, uh, doing a lot of tweets, a lot of tweets. I've been, uh, well doing lots of stuff at Garrett Lewis, two R's one T. That's what you need to do. Two R's one T. Now, uh, let's play that soundbite of the, uh, of the fake wedding proposal. See, there's a guy on radio named Clay Travis. He's a sports guy and he's uh, one that's like exposed to ESPN for being, just you know, this big giant leftist organization, right? Um, oh, you know we're gonna we're gonna have to do it after we get to the break. I'll, I'll so anyway. I, I want to explain it first, and then we'll do it coming back. So he he's been all over this stuff, and apparently he went on CNN and with Brooke Baldwin. Uh, he was talking about Brooke Baldwin, in, in September, uh, apparently he triggered her by saying he loved boobs, and she's like, "You can't say that." He's like, "Why not?" So he hates CNN a lot. We played this. We'll do this again. We'll play it all CNN in the next segment. The, uh, the Their New Year's Eve coverage. This is all part of the New Year's Eve coverage. He had a fake wedding proposal and a reporter on a pot bus and at a pot painting party. This was this is CNN. So anyway, this guy hates CNN so much. He put out on Twitter, I have a challenge. Uh, Boobs Baldwin and Don Lemon are interviewing random people in the bar in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. If you get on the air and say you love boobs, I'll give you $10,000. You have to hear how it went down. It's hilarious. I have the video on my page at KNST.com. I'll stick it up on my Facebook page. Uh, We'll get to the pot reporter as well, because this is CNN's New Year's Eve coverage. Coming up in about 6, 832 on KNST. Here is the latest from Fox.
5: it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
0: 839, thank you for hanging out. 75, you heard that right? 75 should be pretty cool, huh? Um, It was so nice yesterday, I fried a turkey. Only you. Only me. Steak turkey's overrated. I mean, it's good for you, but it's just... A lot of work anyway Not when it's deep fried yes 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 yeah watch well, invite, invite me over invite me over
1: you won't come out to worry that's
0: I true i didn't say go i just said invite me over oh. all right hey, you uh, come over. three things i think you need to know now all right, i'm go. busy uh <laughs> number one uh iran the people the people of iran may overthrow their terrorist regime that'd be cool if it happened it needs to happen. Uh, they're realizing that they have no money. Their economy's in the in the crapper. They have they can't buy food. 150 billion Obama gave them, and it went to terrorism and the pockets of the uh, leaders of Iran. So the people have had enough. There's been over 20 people killed in protests. The leaders are so nervous in Iran. They're actually meeting trying to figure out how they can stop the protests. And they're like, we got to take this one seriously. they got all these memos leaking to Fox News. Got to take this one seriously. This is not like ever before. And Trump has tweeted out his support for the regime change and the people of Iran. So that's a good thing. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, Uma Abedin. Uma. Uh, turns out she is now caught. I mean, she's just as bad as Hillary. She emailed herself State Department passwords to her Yahoo account. Really? Of course, it was then hacked by Russians, and Yahoo itself was hacked. This is a couple years ago this happened, three years ago now. Um, Man, oh man, oh man, she should be in prison. They're taught to not do these things. Third thing I think you need to know, a judge has overthrown a law, killed a law, that would have prevented, a state law prevented classes like uh, Mexican-American studies from being taught. Somehow this judge, Judge Wallace Tashima, uh, didn't like, said it was unconstitutional for a law to say you can't teach a class that promotes the overthrow of the government. Oh, yeah. Not just that, that's what this law did. You can't teach a class that promotes the overthrow of the government, can't teach a class that promotes resentment toward a race or class of people, which it did to white people, and you can't teach a class that's designed primarily for students of a particular ethnic group, which this is. Somehow the judge thought that it's unconstitutional to say that. Are you kidding me? But it's constitutional to do all that stuff? Yeah, okay. Uh, so it could be uh, brought back up again in T- a TUSD. Uh, three things I think you need to know. By the way, I got a text from Michael Hicks, a TUSD board member. He said he will not be voting to bring Mexican-American studies back to TUSD. I have faith in him for that. I mean, he was, he was all against it. And we had him on a whole bunch of times. So I guess, you know, it's not back. It could be, it can be taught if it's allowed in the curriculum. Hopefully they have the three to go against it because they have uh, three people versus the three crazies. But you never know. He and Stegman, I think, will be against it. Uh, What's the name? She was in here one time, the tall lady. The don't you know who I am lady. Rachel Maddow. No, shut up. Anyway, she's the other <laughs> school board member. Who knows? I, I I'm hoping she would do the right thing, but who knows? You know I do you remember when she was in here and, I
1: I do. And do you I remember totally during do. the we break asked her, we asked her about it. We
0: yeah. asked her during the break and she was just like, "Well, what what do you mean?" Wait, "What what what?" She didn't really know that much about Mexican Americans. So "I don't blame her. I mean, it's my job and she had a job, whatever." You need to know about it now. So we have that. All right, let's get back to CNN. And I have these um I have these these videos on my page at KNST.com, and I'll put them on the Facebook page. Just give me some time. I'm doing a live radio show at the same time here. Okay, Man, hurry up. I know. So again, Cedric. I told you, Cedric. Cedric thank you. So thank I uh, you, uh, yes, I, I told you before the break about this this radio guy who hates CNN so much because the when he was on as a guest and they were talking about freedom of speech and everything else, and he said he loved boobs and Brooke Baldwin at CNN said you can't say that, and she lost her mind back in September. So he's seen this horrible New Year's Eve coverage that CNN has. And he's like, I'll give ten grand to the people, the first people that can get to CNN where uh, Brooke Bald boobs Baldwin. He calls her. She's at a bar in New Orleans. Can I can I can say that? And if you could get on the air and say I love boobs. So how do you finagle your way to do that, and let CNN believe you? Well, just tell CNN at that bar, and you put that out on Twitter. I'll give you ten grand if you could say that. Tell CNN that you're going to uh, ask your girlfriend to marry you can you do it on live TV? And they're dumb enough to say, yeah, listen to what happened. Here we go. Don Lemon, Brooke Baldwin, here we go.
1: We want to introduce you. Hey, come Dustin. here. To this guy.
5: What's your name? My name's Dustin. Dustin, we understand you have
4: something special. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, well, come on.
3: Hey, come here. <laughs> and your girlfriend in the red. Beautiful.
4: Beautiful. <laughs> where,
3: where are do you it. from? Atlanta. Yeah, I'm an it. Atlanta girl.
4: Let's do it. Marissa, I love you.
0: And oh! <laughs> the proposal. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: She said yes. yes she said, yes.
0: wait for it. And he said it too. To Jared. And they're acting oh, like somebody. they don't know. They're acting like they don't know like what just happened. Just ignore it and people won't recognize it. They won't say, yes, we did. We see it. I have this story along with the videos up at KNST.com. Um, so as soon as that happened, this guy, Clay Travis was like, Oh my God, this is hilarious. You guys are getting 20 grand from me, 10 grand each. Uh but apparently, CNN continued to say that there was a marriage proposal on their airwaves over throughout the entire night. Oh yeah, he writes they're still reporting a fake marriage proposal that destroyed them on live air was real. <laughs> they actually have it on their website. CNN captures New Year's Eve marriage proposal. It's hilarious. Fake news. That's what they do. You gotta keep it going. That's what they do. So yeah, there you go. Now there is more from CNN. They sent uh, what the Randy Randy Kai. I think that's her name, right? K-A-Y-E. Randy Kai. So Randy Kai was sent to uh, Denver for a New Year's Eve coverage hosted by, can't have Kathy Griffin on it anymore. can oh, okay. Randy K. Kay. Sorry, K-A-Y-E. Sorry. Can't, can't have it anymore. Um, hosted by Kathy Griffin because she's nuts. I mean, we knew it, but she's like really, really nuts now. So you have Andy Cohen with his best friend Anderson Cooper, and they they're in New York City. But they have Randy Kay. The first thing, which one is this now? This is the uh, this is the pot bus. Yes, she is actually in Denver. This this is CNN. Now we we have it right. This I mean this is
1: this is CNN.
0: Yes, reporters going to a pot bus, holding joints in her hand, firing up bongs. Listen to this. Here we go.
2: Well, she's in Colorado where I guess recreational marijuana use. surrounded by weed. Did you get me yes. the Chiba shoes? She's on a, a, bu- a pot bus, basically. How's it going, Randy?
3: <laughs> it's a. It's going great. I'm definitely earning the nickname Kush K. That's for sure. Uh, Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Everybody knows what Kush is. So, listen, uh, I came prepared, you know, this year. I thought maybe I would bring a gas mask with me so I wouldn't, you know, get that contact high. But look at what's on the other end of the gas mask. Yes, a bomb. A bomb. And, of course... They couldn't stand to see a bong that didn't have any um, cannabis in it, so you you actually put it in the bong, you filled it up,
1: yeah, and you don't
3: want it, we you don't packed, want it, you packed you, it, you packed, packed packed it. Packed, okay, packed okay. okay, so packed you're going to, now what, now you're going to celebrate a little New did, Year's I'm early or what? To be honest with
4: you, I've never hit my Oh, computer, right, so okay, my this,
3: I don't think this is really what a gas mask is used for, but, um.
0: And the guy wow. on live TV. Okay.
3: This is Lights weird, up. The Denver style. This is legal in yes. Colorado. I know. Okay. Oh
0: Lights Hello. it up. Is
3: legal. No. It is legal. It is very legal. <laughs> wow.
0: This is CNN. Yes. Lighten up the bong on live TV. On CNN. Man. And I get cable is not... It's not monitored by the FCC. And you see stuff on TV shows and things like that. But okay, so you see this happening. I can't curse on the radio, but that can happen.
1: Well, here's the thing there's supposedly a reliable news outlet. And I, as,
0: and, you know, as Cannabis News Network, as you can as you call it. <laughs> as now. I called it this morning, the <laughs> Cannabis News Network.
1: But like, you know, the Don keeps saying fake news. And you know what? They keep adding to the fact yes, exactly. that they are fake
0: news. They keep literally destroying themselves. So it got better. Apparently, you hear these like these parties where women can go. And generally, it's women. What what guys are going to go do this? Wow. You go, yeah, drink wine and paint stuff. I don't want to be sober and paint stuff. That's the point. I have no artistic uh, skills. I, I'm I'm horrible. No no ability. Uh, I, did I tell this this story? I told <laughs> my my all, son.
1: Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No. Because
0: he draws like at my parents' house over Thanksgiving or at my parents' house. And on the drive, my mom gets some chalk, and he starts drawing on the driveway pictures of his friends. And he goes, and he draws these funny pictures of, of kids, the, the the round for the body, and the arms, and the legs. And he goes, and he draws the hair, and the eyes, and the, and the mouth, and those. And my, my son looks at me and goes, hmm, what am I missing? I'm like, looks pretty good to me. And he goes, nope, missing the penis. Pop! And draws this, this dot for the boys. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. And he goes around the driveway. pop, pop, pop. pop. <laughs> There's the artistic ability. Okay. Uh, it's passed down. It's 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 genetic. Anyway. Well. So they have this party. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they have this party where this she goes from a pot bus to a puff, pass, and paint party where she's literally, you have to go to my page and see it, and I'm putting it on the Facebook page as well. She's literally holding lit joints on the right, Look look what I got here. I mean, there's a reporter. Listen
1: this to is what a, happened. This is yeah, a spliff.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, the grand it's reveal the
2: pot and paint party masterpiece reveal. She's been riding around on a pot bus in Colorado <laughs> where uh, where marijuana is legal. Randy Howard, th- oh goodness, you're That's just right. giggling now, Randy. Oh my god, Randy's dose is kicking in. This is in. for
3: Andy. Andy, this is for you. Oh. No, this is a this is oh, a paint
2: party. Oh. Do you want this? Oh my god. I can't I This is to. CNN I am not moving. Oh, oh my
1: god. There is
0: it the is. Best. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, so, Randy. That's Someone just passed this to me.
0: Someone just passed it to me because that's be what enough. you do. Here,
3: here at the Puff Pass and Paint Party. You just pass but it on. Randy's so just going to She's just gonna pass it on. I'm just right. going right. to
2: pass it on to somebody. I'm just going to pass it on. I'm just going to pass Oh, and And then she I get another one passed to me.
3: It's so funny. But here, everybody just puffs, passes, and paint. And I got to show you something else. They have a thing here called the Incredible. I got to show you how this works. We have a willing participant right here. If you thought this was nice, wait till you see this. Okay, let's see how it works here. This is all part of the puff pass and paint. This is where they get their creativity. Oh boy! They just get it right oh in there, God, and then they that.
2: paint. This doesn't. No, this doesn't seem like. A Isn't good that idea? amazing? This it's guy. called the
3: incredible. Oh yeah. Doesn't and so the guy who wow, teaches one of these horny. puff pass and paint classes. Listen what? to this horny? guy. Oh. Cheech. <laughs> this guy. This guy, Mike here, teaches these. I gotta pass the I can't hold this in my hand anymore. Thank you. Mike. Anyway, so is you are, you are the, the facilitator the of fun, Mike, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I say. And and you tell him to paint, and what, what are your other tips?
4: Yeah, well we say, you know, it's not about the end product, oh, it's pages. about the journey, man. No. And so we want people to be one yeah. with the paint. Be journey. one with the paint! <laughs> oh man, that's too much <laughs> math, man. Journey, man. <laughs> that's too much math right now. It's wow. Um, look what I like to say doesn't is kill like, brain cells really also. mad at your painting. I like to make sure I get really, really high so my eyes get really squinty mm. and things look so much better when you squint. Maybe that would've
3: helped. <laughs> that's awesome. And you made these. Let yeah. me just show you a couple quickly that people are working on over here.
4: Yeah. This is CNN.
0: Maybe I would have been better at art if I would have just gotten really high and squinted and be like, It looks good. Those nachos look good. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> it looks good. So there that's CNN for you uh I mean you can really trust them for things, right? The first name in news. Sure. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. <clears throat> oh man, we have other stuff we have to get to as well. I thought you'd enjoy that though. Because it's just, it's insane what's what's happening. Uh it, it just, you know, the crazies are literally losing their mind. And I think it's just absolutely fantastic. Right? It is. Absolutely fantastic. All right. Um, there's other great news we'll get to. Uh, did you hear the reduction in refugee admissions that Trump, done, that Trump did? Did you Did you hear about that? We'll get to that. Also, uh, I could only watch a li- I tried watching the news for about eight seconds, and you'll hear what happened. You'll hear what was said. It's so dumb. Don't even bother watching the news anymore. It's just so bad. We'll continue in about five. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Don't tell me. 906. Hi. How you doing? Garrett Lewis with you. It's your morning ritual on KNSTAM AM 792. Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. I do miss this song. It's such a good song. Before three things. It's such a good song. I, of course, listen to the unsensitive version. No, I, <laughs> I, that's why I picked it. I think it's a great song. Uh, but... I mean, I actually drove around last week listening to it. Yeah, no, I told you it's good. Yeah, this. I have this. KG Elephant. Oh. They're the group. I didn't think you were that hip. Oh, shut up. What? First thing I think you need to know. Uh, Iran, it looks like, uh, I mean, maybe, just maybe, there could be a an overthrow of their terrorist regime. The people, the people are, are literally going crazy. The protesters wanting them out. Because they're terrorists, and Trump is backing the overthrow of me. Tweeted support for them. Uh, Man, oh man, oh man. This um, This is a very, very, very good thing. And the Ayatollah and his peeps are so nervous they had an emergency meeting to try to figure out how to tamp down the protesters and basically how to get out of Dodge just in case. Oh, baby. Second thing that I think you need to know, Uma Abedin, Uma Wiener, she is busted. It's coming out now that apparently she, really smart, I mean she needs to go to the prison for this. Well, she didn't realize. Yes, she did. Or you just because you don't realize, I didn't mean to kill somebody when I was drunk driving. Drunk. She emailed passwords for the State Department to herself on her uh, to her Yahoo account. People and then guess what? It got hacked by Russians. She is so dumb. Third thing, I think you need. And it's frustrating though, isn't it? Real quick, is that you just don't know if they ever were going to pay the price. Third thing, I think you need to know uh, a an activist judge struck down the Arizona law that would have stopped classes and prohibited classes like Mexican American studies at TUSD from being taught. An activist judge said it was unconstitutional. Unconstitutional. And you know what it would have done? The act that he said, the act that he said was unconstitutional, it would have uh, stopped class uh, schools from teaching classes that promote overthrowing our government promote resentment toward a race or class of people uh, that are designed primarily for students of a particular ethnic group and advocate also ethnic solidarity instead of treating students as individuals. How is that wrong? Who is this judge? Judge Wallace Tashima. Thanks there, tough guy. So insane. Three things I think you need uh, to know, to know, to know. Now, before we get to, what is, uh, I like the echo effect. Uh, it's just coming out now. Is this really true? Mediaite has a story. Is this really true? Can you, can you, hmm. What, what, what? About Steve Bannon.
1: Oh, I saw that.
0: Apparently, he's getting frustrated with Trump. And he may run for president in 2020. Vanity Fair. I mean, can you really take it seriously? Vanity Fair's Gabriel Sherman wrote an extensive report stating that Bannon has expressed concern to various aides about the longevity of Trump's presidency. Even though Trump and Bannon are believed to be still in close contact with each other, Bannon's unhappy with the direction of the current administration starting to think his own direct intervention is needed for national politics. From the profile, in October, Bannon called an advisor and said he would consider running for president if Trump doesn't run for re-election in 2020. Okay, that's different. So now it's not he's just doing, he's doing it if Trump doesn't run. Which Bannon has told people is a realistic possibility. In private, conversations since leaving the White House, Bannon said Trump only has a 30% chance of serving out his term, whether he's impeached or removed by cabinet, invoking the 25th Amendment. I What? I don't know if I believe any of this. Um, Bannon has remarked on the toll the office has taken on Trump, telling advisors his former boss has lost a step. He's like an 11 year old child, Bannon joked to a friend in November. I don't know if I believe, you know, we get nailed. This is what happens when you get nailed with fake news over and over and over again. You sit back and say, is this really true? Is it? Hmm. Um, Bannon said, apparently in this quote, it was always a job. I realize in hindsight I was just a staffer and I'm not a good staffer. I had influence. I had a lot of influence, but just influence. He told me he now feels liberated. I have power. I can actually drive things in a certain direction. Hmm. Now that came out. Vanity Fair, right? And then apparently it came out that, uh, Steve Bannon, a source said to CNN reporter, uh, "Steve Bannon is 100% not running for president. Not running for president. So here we go again, man. Mediaites, Vanity Fair. It's like they just do stuff for clicks, which worked. But then you, you know, when it's all a bunch, when it's all just a gigantic lie, you sit back and say, why should I even bother clicking on them in the in the future, right?" Hmm. Uh, you know, not buying it. Don't believe it. As a matter of fact, he was. When was Steve Bannon? It was for the Brian Terry. Uh, it was toward the end of December, wasn't it? Or was mid December. When was the Brian Terry luncheon? Was that beginning of December? I think it was the beginning,
1: like the end of. Uh, and I know November. I
0: I was not available to go. I had something that weekend. Wanted to go, but I know people that went and they said that Bannon was fantastic and he said great things about the president. And It's a lot. I mean, I just weird, just very, very, very weird. Anyway, um. You
1: know what What? they would want to bring him down because he's like he was like the Trump front man. He was the man behind the man, so to speak.
0: Yeah, no, he was. But he had a big mouth and he should have a big mouth. And he was able to say what he wanted, and they you know, they were in lockstep and Trump followed his lead. I mean, Trump it really worked. It really worked. It was November. Yeah. Okay. But still. Hmm. Um now just just some craziness going on. I want you to hear uh, Matthew Dowd. This is ABC's This Week. This is why you don't watch any of the Sunday shows. I don't watch it. I don't know if you watch it or not. Um, throw me up over there if you don't mind. I think I should be okay. I want to make sure I have everything else, uh, everything else off, so nothing else good. randomly. Let's
1: start off the new year right. <laughs> randomly
0: starts like it always. Is. I have a thousand windows open on my computer. Thank you very much.
1: You have incontinent problems.
0: Yes. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> hey, what? It so Matthew Dowd is a alleged Republican. He's an establishment guy. He hates Trump. Uh, worked for Bush. Blah blah blah. And he's on uh, ABC, and he's, he's just in the tank. They're in the tank. And he's said some crazy things in the past. Tweeted some crazy things. Uh, this is what uh, this is what Matthew Dowd said. Just just listen to this. Here we go. That much, and that should worry Republicans a lot. And 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 the tax bill was the there least popular tax bill ever passed by a Congress. Pushed by an unpopular president, passed through an unpopular Congress, enabled by unpopular Republican leaders, it's not going to be an asset next
3: year. And who knew
0: <laughs> Really? Well, hang on. Cutting
3: taxes could be unpopular. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was it's more unpopular than that was the one than tax increases. So in so past. what do Republicans wow. have to do to really- I mean, are you hang on, before we get to this awesome answer, just 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 listen to the, the, the gold that's coming from this guy's mouth. So it was more popular to raise taxes than to cut taxes. ABC News. This is ABC. I mean, mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. really? Okay. Now listen, here we go. Really beat the what the they beat back the Democrats. I think they have to. I mean, Republicans have to do to really beat back the Democrats? I think they have to. I mean, if. They won't follow this advice, but I'm going to give it to them, which is, is they have to take on the president in a more concerted, strong way. Wow. They have to define themselves differently than just the party of the president. They have to define themselves on certain Republican principles that they've walked away from. They won't do it because they've enabled this president all year long. How'd that work out for Jeff Flake, by the way? How'd that work out? But if they want to save themselves in any way in these elections, they got to take the president on. Okay. Just ask Jeff Flake how that worked out. So, like, why would you watch this stuff? I saw that, and I'm like, oh, got it. You know, you get up Sunday, want to cook breakfast for the family, pancakes for my son who's the pancake monster. Um, you have coffee. You, you know, you're just trying to relax. The TV's on in the kitchen, and all of a sudden, that. And I'm like, why do I torture myself? I mean, it's hey, good, show prep. You don't have to watch it. I just gave you an example. I did it for you. I watched it for you. I suffered for this show. I suffered for this show. And you got to hear that without having to go through that. So you're welcome. Okay? I mean, everything in that 47-second soundbite literally made no sense. It's more popular to raise taxes than to cut them. Trump's popularity, by the way, did you see the big story? Uh, it was even linked to on Drudge. His popularity after the first year was equal to Obama's. Uh, it's been on the rise, and I think that the way they do polling, obviously, is against Trump, so it's got to be a lot higher than what it is. Uh, and take him on. And by the way, did you see Jeff Flake? I I couldn't, well, I was on vacation and just out. And if you don't know, again, it's, I, I thank you for sticking with me and everything else, and Bruce is awesome, and I, I just want you to know that uh you know it wasn't just vacation i got sick we had a a health scare with our five month old and we think we know what the problem is but we're not a thousand percent sure we'll find out more later this week but uh uh he he will be okay we believe in the long run but there could be something we deal with so that's that's all i can say for now that's all i can say for now um so thank you very much for being patient uh we might have to see specialists somewhere else in the country who knows we'll find out more but i'm just giving you a heads up because i tell you a lot of things and i will tell you more but i have to clear with the boss first and the boss is my wife um but jeff flake i couldn't hold back while i was uh not on the air and jeff flake man oh man oh man that that guy absolute worst uh jeff flake and I, i tweeted this out and i put it on facebook and everything else the story that came out that Jeff Flake may actually challenge Trump for the Republican ticket in 2020. Did you hear about this? Jeff Flake may actually challenge Trump. And I'm like, awesome. Because I've been going through a little bit of a depressing time knowing that there is never going to be any debates ever again in my life like the ones that we saw with Trump and the other 16 people, and then, of course, Hillary. We're never going to see that. They were entertaining, and they were fun, and made people want to engage in what the heck is going on, and it was just so awesome. And in a couple of years, there's just going to be Democrats and Trump, and nobody's going to challenge Trump. And then all of a sudden, through the light of a shining butthole is Jeff Flake, and he is there. And he's like, I'm going to challenge. I might challenge him. Now, again, he's just trying to remain relevant. You like my little sting right there? I mean, it's... Anyway, he is trying to remain relevant, and he has no relevance. He can't even win in his own state. He got... He quit a year and a half before he actually was going to run because Kelly Ward, who got smoked by John McCain, unfortunately, was smoking him by 26 points or 21 points, whatever it is. He quit so far in advance because he knew he was going to lose... And then this clown, this coiffed clown, is going to sit back and say that he's going to challenge Trump? Awesome. Do it. Please. I want debate-watching parties. I want to see, even if it's just one, I want to see on stage, you know how great there'll be Flake and Trump. Can you imagine how Trump would toy with that guy? You know what, it, what the picture in my head was when this whole thing was happening? was like when, a, um, when an animal is playing with its food before it eats it. Just toying with it. You know? When you have some whatever you know, dude it's snakes do it, just animals. They will just toy with it and oh, play cats. with it. Cats. Cats do that? Oh, okay, yeah. good. So you have this big gigantic cat in Trump, this little, little rat in Jeff Flake. And and he Trump's just messing with him, just jabbing them, just messing with him. Because he knows at some point when he wants to, he's gonna drop the hammer and done. I would I would actually pay big money. To see it, and you know Trump. You know he's. You know what he would probably do because he's he's already president. Why have this on a network? Pay per view. Pay per view. <laughs> proceeds. Oh my gosh. Proceeds going to help veterans. I would gladly pay. I'd pay a hundred bucks to sit around and watch Trump smoke out Jeff Flake for an hour. I would love to watch that. Can I come to your house and watch? No, you pay the money. No. You pay the money. <laughs> so, yeah, Flake is actually thinking about it.
1: He's thinking about it. He should. And you know what? Everybody should write Jeff and let him know that he should run. At least I'm gonna. I'll stop. I want him to run. I'm begging for him to run. <laughs> I'll stop sending those other emails and I'll send encouraging mm-hmm. emails now.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, did you see what Flake's tweet was? <laughs> this is what this guy cares about more than anything else. I've been, you know. This is, you might as well be a Dem. December 29th, Jeff Flake tweets, we can fix DACA in a way that beefs up border security, stops chain migration for the Dreamers, and addresses the unfairness of the diversity lottery. If POTUS wants to protect these kids, and they're not kids, I hate when they say that, we want to help him keep that promise. So you're not going to get it. Remember he voted for tax reform because he, He thought he was going to get that. Now, if he wants to, if Trump wants to protect these kids, we want to help him. Well, what if Trump says no? He's not going to just give you some amnesty. And by the way, this is how phony he is. Uh, Well, first off, he's just like on this, this idea of DACA and amnesty. He won't let it go. Only if he was this rabid about actually cutting taxes, ending Obamacare, securing the border. I mean, hey, Jeff. If the diversity lottery is unfair, why didn't you call it out a long time ago? And if you wanted to beef up border security, why didn't you bring that up a long time ago? And don't give me your gang eight bill because that wasn't going to do jack squat. Your gang eight bill actually was going to give unfettered chain migration. We can fix DACA and stop chain migration for dreamers. Why didn't you have that in your gang eight bill there, Jeff? You're a phony. So all I want you to do Pretty please. I don't need another present the rest of my life.
1: Do it, please.
0: I just want you to challenge Trump and watch Trump destroy you. He actually tweeted out, Jeff Flake, this mug was left at my door today, a coffee mug. Thank you. What a thoughtful Christmas gift. You know what it said on it? Decency wins. There's hope yet. Really, dude? Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can comment if you'd like, 880-KNST, T 5678 Pound 250 gets you on as well. Uh, there is just, there's too much good going on. There's too much good. I love it. And this, this would be can the we, best. Can we take this real quick? I don't know. Just for one second. Well, who is it? What's going on? Well, her name is Carol.
1: Carol, are you there? Yes, I'm here. So Hi, what Carol. was your suggestion again? My suggestion was that Garrett
3: should put his money where his mouth is. I'm here. And Send a five dollar check to Jeff Flake <laughs> one for
0: president and <laughs> hey, what, what was the thing that he wrote on his check for the other guy what was it, like decency or no country before party or party before country or no country before party <laughs> so, co- something like country before, before
3: party or something like that but, yeah you should challenge everybody to send him a one dollar check or something you know it's that's outrageous. funny.
0: that's a great idea Carol I love it I absolutely love it I want if he doesn't if he doesn't do it where would he go? Oh, I don't know because we have to do a twofold thing. You send Jeff Flake checks, and then you, you know, we have to get somehow the word to Trump and say just do it and do it. Like I said, raise all the money proceeds. Everything has to go to the troops. Exactly. I'm on and, it. Oh,
3: even better. Oh. send a one dollar check and then put a stop payment on the check.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love Baseball it. spending.
0: Uh, happy Carol, New Year. Are you happy New Year? See ya. That's that's great. That's great. Nine twenty-five. I have so many stories I have to get to still that I've like accumulated over the past two weeks. Man, okay, we'll get to those. Uh, and by the way, this probably hurts, uh, Flake. I mentioned this before the break. I was going to mention it. I, I ran out of time. Uh, it turns out that the Trumpster, you wanted this. You elected him. The Trump, according to the Center for Immigration Studies, CIS.org, uh, they have a new study out, and they said Trump has reduced refugee admissions by 70% in his first year. 70%. The last year of Obama to the first year of Trump Trump cut down the amount of refugees coming here by 70%. It's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. Uh, All right, there's more. There are signs popping up. i got to get back to this. There are signs popping up. These are unbelievable. In California, because California is now, as of yesterday, a sanctuary state. So some people are mad, and they're putting signs under the signs on the highway that say, Welcome to California. Do you know what these signs say? You can see them now on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I will tell you what they are. Like and follow my page and you can see it. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Lewis. Go to my tweets. You can see it. But I will tell you what they say coming up in about four. It is your morning ritual. Meet Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating. I'm
2: looking
0: for uh, advice. Or something yeah anyway 941 you know i'm that what no i'm just kidding i'll give you advice yeah thank don't you don't take wood nickels yeah thank you that too what are you a thousand that's the only advice i know man three things i think you need to know never get involved in a land <laughs> war in asia uh, that too yes uh number one the iranian people the protesters they're out there trying to overthrow the terrorist regime that leads that country right now and that's a good thing Uh, The regime is so nervous they had an emergency meeting and they're like, this is not like one of the last uh, protests and stuff. Uh, We need a plan. How do we stop them? And the Trumpster has tweeted out his support for the protesters and calling out Obama for funding that terrorist regime and for that terrorist regime taking Obama's money and using it on terrorism and themselves and not the people. Mm, mm, mm. So why, you know, you sit back and say. Why is the media not reporting this? Is it because they don't want to point out that Obama gave them $150 billion and their economy is still in the crapper and none of the money went to actually help their struggling economy? Hmm. That's what it is. This is a huge story. If we could not go to war with one of our biggest enemies and have their, their terrorist leadership overthrown, that would be a huge win, which is, again, fake news. That's why it's there. Didn't the he tru- always say the people had to do it? Didn't
1: he always say that before? Like, uh, after the first Gulf War, he was always remember. like something like Probably.
0: That. The people need to do it for He's themselves. He's not in the nation building. I agree. Uh, I do, too. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and this is uh, this is another one. Oh, 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 oh boy. Uh, Uma Abedin. Apparently, she emailed herself passwords, her State, her state Department passwords. She emailed those. To her Yahoo account, I guess, to make sure she didn't ever lose them or something. Genius, right? Uh, her Yahoo account, which of course then was hacked by Russians. But hey, that's okay and stuff, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, she should be in prison for this. She really should be. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that an activist judge has thrown out an Arizona law that would have stopped horrible classes like Mexican American studies from being taught. The reason it's horrible and that class is horrible is because it promoted the overthrow of our government. It it basically. Uh, it taught to not like white people. It's re- I mean, it's what it is. So this law said you can't teach a class that promotes resentment toward a race or class of people. How would this judge find this unconstitutional beyond me? Anyway, uh, so it could happen again. We'll see. three things I think you need to know. Um, and by the way, stop sending Fred requests to my old Facebook. I should just disable that damn Facebook page. Well. I know. I know. We're waiting. hmm I know. So, uh, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. That's the page. Uh, like it and follow it. Don't send me requests. I don't respond to requests anymore, even from my own family. Add uh, Garrett Lewis on Twitter. That kind of... Why is that bad? Why would you start? That's a good point. <laughs> i just saying. That's a good point. I, I, thank you very much. You're welcome. All right. Now, when it comes to uh, people having apparently an, an, just an absolutely horrible, horrible year last year. I mean, I wasn't one of them. I actually enjoyed last year thoroughly. Did you enjoy last year? And this year is going to be better, and it's going to be better after that, and better after that. And better. After, uh, you know who had apparently a horrible year, and it should make you feel better? Jorge Ramos. Remember that guy? Is he Univision or Telemundo? I always confuse the two. Um yeah. he's is yeah that's it. He's the alleged journalist that uh you know he just absolutely loves loves uh amnesty and illegal immigration and H. Trump and borders and everything else. So uh Jorge Ra- Univision he's with Univision. You know I saw the headline having I'm having the worst time in my life and all I can in my head you know what I picture Where I hear dirty dancing the time of my life. <laughs> Now, uh, <laughs> nobody puts Jorge in the corner. Yeah. Apparently, uh, someone did. Oh, yeah. So, uh, apparently he told a Spanish radio network. <laughs> he vented. He said, with Donald Trump there, I have never been treated so badly. What? Like, like what? I have never been insulted so much. We've never been attacked so much. Uh. Illegal aliens? I what? They have never tried to run us out as much as now. The media? He's talking about Mexicans, but it's it's illegal aliens. Okay.
1: He does realize that there are more mm. than just Mexicans that are illegal coming to the
0: United States. Yeah, right? well Can, Canadians. He doesn't, he doesn't see it. He doesn't see it. Chinese? Chinese. I know the big ones. He proclaimed himself, quote, if not an enemy, an opponent of Trump Canadians. in this interview. The Canadians. <laughs>
1: They're
0: invading. They are. From the north. And then he said, now the social media networks are terrible. Before, if someone wanted to insult you, they had to do it in person or by sending you an anonymous letter. Now they do it through social media networks, daily insults. You can enter my Facebook or Twitter and they're there all the time. Well, then just don't do it. He said Trump was speaking about me when he insulted me along with the entire immigrant community in the U.S. on June 16, 2015. That's when he came down the escalator. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So he said he is having the worst, he had the worst year of his life. Absolute worst year. Uh, cool. So if it keeps getting better for us, it'll keep getting worse for you? He was talking about me. Yeah, that's it. Trump was thinking about you, Jorge. That's it. Nobody else. What an ego on this guy. Just you. Just you. Nothing else. What a whatever it is, I just I saw that over the break, and I'm like, that makes my heart warm because we have sound bites of this guy, this Jorge Ron. We have all kinds of sound bites. This guy was saying just the craziest stuff, the worst stuff. All he wants is amnesty and everything else, and blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. So congratulations. I think 2018 is going to be a pretty uh, pretty big year. Why wow, you just you're still giggling over there? um yeah uh here's something too by the way this just just because it really hit me i'm like why are we not seeing more coverage everywhere else about this iran situation Mm -hmm. like we're seeing more coverage that hoda was named co-host of the today show to replace matt lauer than like the iran stuff right apparently uh this is from newsbusters uh fox and friends spends five times more coverage on iran than the other networks combined i mean it's not like it's How is covering the Iranian protests a pro? I mean, how is that a bad thing? How is it? This is why nobody wants to watch that other news. I mean, that's why we have the CNN stuff that's there where they're hitting the bong on live television. (laughs) And they're putting gas masks on on and filling them with weed.
1: (laughs) I was looking for Cypress Hill.
0: With weed not a bad idea you know there was a first round pick in the nfl that did that right um that, that there's there a guy oh he, he fell all the way to i think Tunsil, lamar Tunsil was an offensive lineman and he fell i think he was at the university of mississippi or mississippi state or something like that anyway um he actually like right before the nfl draft it might have been last year you, are you seeing it? Do you have No, we, I Do remember NFL. talking about it. Yeah, yes. yeah. He like there was some video where he basically had the gas mask on. Lar- Laramie Tunsil, that's what it is. He tweeted it out. <laughs> I remember this. Oh my yeah. goodness gracious! Oh, it's so good. Uh, that's when I discovered the yes, uh, the gas mask for weed. Like I thinks <laughs> of that stuff. It's just keep it. He he did this. And the gas mask is on. He like duct taped the bong to the hole, and that's just that's just how it is. For wow! A construction. It's bad for your eyes. Yeah, It's a lot of smoke in your eyes. Uh, it it can't. None of it can be good. <laughs> wow. And it's not bad. And he starts laughing. So he would lost a lot of money, millions of dollars, because he dropped in the draft. I don't know how he's doing this year. By the way, a lot, a lot of empty seats. I was I popped on the Patriots Jets game on Sunday. Or Was it Saturday? Yeah, Sunday. I think. And there, even in New England, there were a lot of empty upper deck seats in New England for a Jets Patriots game. I mean, they. I know the Jets aren't very good, but it's still a rivalry. Um. So yeah, uh, the NFL has had a, a, just a terrible year. And anyway, there's a lot of, there's so much more I need to get to. All right, listen, I have to, um, I have to take a quick break. And there's more. There's oh, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at that video you keep Same. playing. It of the guy, the guy doing the, the bong, the bong man. You know, I remember this
1: because we were like, look at the flag he's sitting under. It's, it's a Confederate flag next to an American flag. And I thought that was interesting. Because the was, University of Mississippi. Oh, yeah, that is, is interesting. There was all those, all that, you know, it's racist. It's yeah. racist. Wow.
0: And he has it up on his, like, it's his dorm room, I'm assuming. Sure. All right. So we have that, which is nice. Uh, Al Franken, by the way. Today's the day Al Franken's going to quit. I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, and they, of course, have a woman taking his job. Um, so it's not really going to matter, except you don't have Al Franken's moronic whatever there. Uh, so Al Franken is going to quit today at some point. I have not seen him step up yet, but I can only imagine what kind of shots he's going to take at Trump again. After he, he only can blame himself, can he? For groping and sticking the tongue down the throat and groping other girl? Anyway, we'll continue. 9.51, uh, back in for KNST, AM792, sounds most stimulating talk. Handlesblot.com. That's how they say it. It's a very rough language. German investment in the U.S. is expected to rise, it says here by 39 billion. I don't know, Deutschmark? I don't know what anyway, because of lower U.S. corporate taxes. So, because it's so much cheaper to do business in America, German companies are going to leave Germany and go to America. I mean, we're, we're the best too. You don't get better workers than Americans. German economists are warning that the changes sought by President Trump mean that significant amounts of new investment and jobs will shift from Europe to the United States. You see any big stories about that? You saw a lot of the big stories when Obama had his stimulus, didn't you? It's going to do this, it's going to do that, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. Christoph Spengel said, quote, the tax competition will have a new dimension. He said it with a German accent, though. Uh, he's chairman of the corporate tax department at the University of Mannheim. Steamroller? Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> he said uh, he oh he is a research associate of some European, for, uh, European economic research group and a group of tax experts at the university. They've done detailed comparison of Germany and America's tax systems, published a report under the heading, quote, Germany loses out in U.S. tax reform. Investments and jobs will migrate to the U.S., that's cool because you're going to have terrorists continue to migrate to Germany. Thanks, Angela. Yeah, this is great news. Uh, so our to- corporate tax, it says our corporate tax burden is about 36.5%. It drops to about 227 according to their study. That's what they say, if that's the proposed reforms. He said this is a lower, lower than effective tax rate in Germany, which is put at 28.2%, close to the European average of 209 So we're going to compete with Europe You get better results. We have so much more. So much more, but it has to wait till tomorrow. But Russia's next. See ya.